still, it's I, I don't see that being a January move. It's impossible to be a January move. There's too many moving parts. There's too much money involved for it to be a January move. This is Match Week. You are joined by myself, Artie Amini. We discuss everything soccer from the highs and the lows in the sporting week to the news that is relevant to you. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening Top of the Hour on WMSC Upper Montclair. And this is Match Week. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a different studio as per usual. We are in the Studio B. Now, for those who don't know what Studio B is, Studio B is usually a uh, studio that's used for offline content, uh, for uh, podcast productions and so on and so forth, for interviews and talk shows. And fun fact about this studio, this studio is where Match Week was created. Yes, round of applause for everyone in the studio, please. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep, that's right. Just stroke my ego, please. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so it was really, really cool uh, experience. Finally coming back here, honestly, threw me for a loop. But we are here live on air, and we have a lot to talk about. So let me just introduce my co-host for today. The ADJs are back, and in full swing, we have... Steve Mikhail And... Thomas Gaffney. Let's go, boys. Come on, come on. We have a resident Real Madrid fan and Evertonian. Haha, <laughs> take the L, Thomas, take the L. But before we can go into Premier League and a huge milestone being hit, before we can talk about El Clasico, before we can talk about the German wall being nearly taken down, we have some breaking and controversial news, boys. Kylian Mbappe supposedly wanting to now leave PSG after signing a $300 million contract for three years and also being given the rights to decide what manager comes in and what players come in and also uh, how France is being ran. He's the new prime minister of France. What are we thinking, boys? It's, it's crazy to me that he is being kind of forced out of this club after just signing that huge deal. But... I would love to see him in a Real Madrid jersey. I think that would be amazing. I don't want him there. <laughs> Simple, clear. I don't want him there over there. Yeah, get out. Okay. Look. Yeah, you, look. you, you say this now, but when he's there scoring goals, like, oh my God, Mbappe, we <laughs> don't want him. Clear. Oh my God, it's crazy. <laughs> All right, but the question is, like, if he does go to Real Madrid, man, like, I just don't know. I think Vinny's doing really good. I think Benzema. I'm, yeah, but here's the thing. Benzema, you got to understand, he can't keep performing at this level for the longest time. True. I think there's nothing wrong with having a new talisman come in. That's true. Um, I mean, Rodrigo's doing great, but I don't think Rodrigo's going to get benched right away. You still have Asensio. You have Valverde filling in that role. Yeah. So I think having someone who can flow in that front line is really crucial, especially because of how versatile he is in positions and also I think how well he could link up with a Vinicius because a Vinicius, he, he's not as – he's not as, like, cocky or as, like, like – yeah. um, Ego driven as like maybe some of the other guys at PSG, right? Like he is more so a like grounded footballer in regards to that because yes, he's playing for the top, one of the top clubs in the world. Yes, he's won a Champions League with them, but he still doesn't have that 
like, oh, I'm better than you mentality yet. You know, he's still developing. And I think that's where he could probably mesh well with someone who's around the same age as him being successful. Oh, yeah, definitely. But he does have really have, like, a really big ego Mbappe. I don't know. It's just an attitude that he has towards the game. It's just... Well, maybe... I think it's also, like, your de- your environment develops how you develop. So a lot of players, like... I mean, throw it back at Everton. James Gardner, like, went on on the pitch against Manchester United and looked like a class professional. There was no personal bias there. There was no anger shown. Like, I think they have a chance to be as rational as they want to be, but it all depends on how well you really set yourself up for it with people around you. But also, there is there is some speculations about why he's being forced out. Can we talk about some of them here, boys? Are we ready for it? Yeah, we're ready. So what? So speculation number one, what do you think it is? Do you think that it's there's locker room issues? Do you think that it's managerial decisions? Like, what is going on? They suddenly being forced out. I, th- I think it's locker room issues. You have three of the best players in the world on the same team, yeah. and you saw it with you saw it in past seasons with Neymar. Like they've been fighting, they've been fighting for the longest of time. Now you bring in Messi to the mix. It just I I feel like it just creates a whole bunch of controversy. They all want to score goals. They all want to assist, but they're all not going to get it. So I feel like there's some there's some locker room dispute that's going on that they're not going to tell us, but they're just going to come out and say that it's like man- managerial issues. But I-, I feel like it's locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait until we have an all or nothing PSG edition where we, <laughs> where we find everything out. Steven, what do you think of the issues is? Um, I don't know, man. Like he really shouldn't have any issues with the club. They gave him a 300 million contract, the decisions to, to decide the manager or, or the players that to be brought in. It's just, I don't see why he needs to be disappointed in the club as of right now. But if anything, I think it is, has to be with locker room issues. Definitely because it's just I, I heard of the issues in the past with Neymar, like oh they're taking the penalty and everything. Oh, who should take the penalty? And now that you bring Messi into the mix, it makes it just a lot more complicated. But um, definitely something in the locker room that's going on, and I don't know. Actually, I want I want to find out too as well. So yeah, ne- Neymar is just sitting here and he sees that Mbappe gets this three hundred million dollar contract and can make all the decisions he wants. How does Neymar feel about that? He comes in as one of the best players in the world at the time when he came into PSG. He didn't get all of that. And now Mbappe sitting here getting all of that, and now how does he feel about that? Like, I feel like he definitely has like a take on it. And I feel like he definitely feels like he shouldn't have gotten that also. Definitely. But um, do we think that maybe it's like the decision of owners on this part because they are owned by the Qatari Sports Group, and obviously we know in Qatar like they're hosting the World Cup and everything. But there's a lot of controversy behind how they're developing their stadiums with human rights issues. Do we think that? Because of maybe some of Mbappe's personal involvements, that this might be a decision. Yeah, it definitely is. Well, don't uh, get me wrong, boys. This is a tough line yeah. to walk around. I'm going to go further into it, but I'll make sure I have all the information uh, gathered first. Yeah. So for people who don't know, Kylian Mbappe over the summer and a little bit recently was together with a model named Ines Rao. And for those of you who don't know, Inez Rao is the first transgender model to appear on the cover of Playboy magazine. Now, obviously, being owned by a Qatari, sorry, Qatari sports group, who are, you know, have human rights issues, who do sadly have some distinct views of Islam that's not really correct, as some other Muslims would say, including myself. Do we think that because of his involvement and they want to protect their image that this could be an option as well? Or do we think it's just purely a footballing decision? I feel like that has to come in. That has to be a factor. But I feel like it's more 
of a football decision than that, but that definitely is a factor towards them in getting Mbappe out. But I don't think it's as much. I don't think it's as much as a factor as, as like the foot, the football aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really think. It, I don't think it should be like. I don't think it's true. I don't know. I just don't believe. It. I. 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 I just like, do. You, do you don't believe it, or do you want to not believe it? Is the I don't believe it. It's just. I don't understand why. I, I understand. Okay, they have the, uh, the you know, they're they're Saudi. You know, they they have their own uh, like religious views on like what what should be done. In, but it's just, I, I don't I don't think that like as a, as what the what you gave to this player that you're gonna force him out the club just because of his uh just because of what like I don't know his personal well, life. I know, but, but the thing is that like they're known for sports washing. Like you gotta understand, like a lot of clubs, like, even the owners of Newcastle now yeah. or Roman Abramovich when he was an owner of Chelsea, like. Sports washing is still a prevalent issue within the world of any sport, and maybe that they want to have a certain image that they're not going to divulge to the fans, because obviously it's like, yeah. oh, perfect, we have a scapegoat excuse of he's uh, being you know too ridiculous in the locker room, he has too much of an ego on himself, we don't believe he's the better of the future for the club. Meanwhile, there is some personal motivators in the background that could be allegedly like I said, we don't have all the facts yet. Yeah. There's still a, a developing news story, but allegedly this could be the case. Yeah. It could be true, you know? Could be. Any other any other last thoughts before we switch to a new topic, boys? I don't know. No. I think I'm good with this. You think you're good on this? Good yeah. on this? Steven, I'm sorry to tell you, he will go to Real Madrid. There's, yeah. there's no I, I will hey. say this right now. If he ends up at a Premier League club... <laughs> it better be Man City. No. No, bro, imagine this. Imagine no, this, bro. No. It's the modern day. It's the modern day no. Cristiano Ronaldo and Me- and Messi. I, I you saw my you saw my no, story. No, no, it's not gonna happen, dude. No, I don't. First I, of all, it's gonna be too. Holland is already. It's gonna, ru- it's gonna ruin football. No, imagine, stop, it's gonna ruin no. the sport. This is like this is where like we have to pull an NBA rule and be like, yo, max amount of stars that on your team, so not allowed. <laughs> like that would be no, the best. Yeah. Now, if funny, we're talking about, funny, not, but not really. Maybe if we're, if we're talking about the other side of Manchester, maybe United. I that mean, also could be a factor, but I would just love Holland and Mbappe. I mean, like, team. granted, he probably ruined his career there, as most players do, <laughs> yeah. sadly. Um, but I'll, I'll have to say, as long as not Liverpool or Chelsea, I'm okay with wherever he goes. If he goes to a Newcastle, bro, Newcastle. imagine that'd be crazy. <laughs> I'd be so hyped. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, let's go. I am so Bruno? down for that. No. Why not? I mean, speaking of the Premier League, we are on our Prem wrap up, boys. We have a lot to talk about over the weekend. Now, there's a lot of things that happened. There's a lot of results. I think we should go in chronological order. So what was the first game you boys would like to talk about? And there's um, no dead air. We are continuously yeah. talking. Uh, you guys, you guys want to start with Bournemouth or because yeah. it was first Bournemouth and Leicester, two one result, two yeah. Bournemouth. No, yeah, that one definitely surprised me. Like especially how informed Leicester was coming into the. Uh, I mean, Leicester only had like had like what one game on the bounce after getting wrecked for three games yeah. in a row. James Madison in form. I don't know. It just seemed like a. I saw something like a light in Le- in Leicester. You know, I thought I was believing in them for a bit, but yeah, they did dis- they did disappoint me with the Bournemouth fixture. But don't get me wrong, Bournemouth is actually also impressive as well in that fixture. You know, um, a lot of a lot of um, improvement in Bournemouth, especially after the manager was fired. Um, I mean, yeah, but Scott Parker, I I think we have an opinion on the show that he's not a Premier League manager, so it makes no, sense yeah, to get rid of him. Exactly. Because yeah. look what he did the first time when he came up with Fulham. It's like. Fulham now versus Fulham then, it's like two different sides. No, yeah. So there's a, there's a clear and obvious difference between managerial improvement. But there's definitely something about um, Bournemouth just being higher than Liverpool. I mean, that's really impressive for a, 
Well, I think it just show how horrendous Liverpool have been I mean, playing. Definitely, yeah, yeah, but that's, that's that again, true. we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, yeah. but here's the thing. Uh, for Bournemouth's sake, I think missing a few key players like Pearson, like Brooks, um, like Rothwell and Kelly, I think the fact they're able to pull the result with the players they had is very impressive, especially someone who's seen as like a starlet as Pearson, who they bought from Bristol, I want to say. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's either Bristol City or it was, um, or it was Preston. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm, I'm not really sure. <laughs> when in doubt, foot mob can figure it out. I'll check right now. When in doubt, that should be like a theme song. Uh, career P- Preston North End. I was right. The ball knowledge, the ball knowledge, boys, <laughs> on it. Um, yes. But here's the thing. Do we think I'm gonna say this right now? Brendan Rodgers is way out of his league. Like, don't get me wrong. He had a solid stint at Liverpool, yeah. but the recruitment was just poor on his on his behalf. No, yeah. Uh, what was it? Celtic, right? Yeah, at Celtic, he did a really good job. Like, really helped dominate the league, helped take some titles away from Rangers. Like, Celtic was a great job. Can't complain about his time at Celtic whatsoever. At Leicester, I have a problem with it because when he got there, Leicester was on the cusp of breaking the top six side, like... Oh, yeah. Bracket. They, they were consistent. Like they were, they were considered to be up there, and then as soon as it switches from all the recruitments made before him to all the decisions under him and coaching decisions, yeah. we see a huge dove, uh, dovetail in form and in performances. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Patsandaka, um was uh, signing under him. Uh, Ioz Perez was signing under him, but was horrendous. Priet was a signing under him, but it was solid. Um, Castagne was signing under him? Yeah, but Castagne, ah, I still don't know how to feel about him. Like, I loved Castagne and Atalanta, but I don't think he's just been used right at Leicester because he's more of a wingback than everything else. Like, he thrives in a five-at-the-back system. And don't get me wrong, Johnny Evans, most goaded center back in the Premier League. No, yeah. (laughs) No, he's... No, 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 all jokes aside, like, he's always a solid Premier League performer, Johnny Evans. Um, But... Having to having lose Wesley Fofana when he's only played realistically one yeah. season in the Prem ever. He had his first season with Leicester, ACL injury, and then now he's with Chelsea. No, yeah, yeah. So, I, I just feel like you can't really definitely blame entirely Brendan Rodgers because he did lose. Like, yeah, I, I agree with players. you on that part, but I think this is the the trend's been there. Like yeah. the obvious errors of if indeed he's out, what happens? Yeah. Of Oh, if James Madison injures, what happened? Is Vardy still going to be at the club forever? Like, where are these answers that a lot of fans of Leicester need? I, th- I think where they messed up is just they didn't bring a new keeper. I mean, I, Danny yes, Ward's very yes, solid. Yes. Danny Ward's very solid. It's just no, don't be they, nice. They, they, don't, don't be nice. Okay, okay. Look, Danny Ward he is was a champion, solid. <laughs> Danny Ward is a championship level goalkeeper. Okay, it's true. sad to say I don't like delegating players, but still, championship is still a high quality. It's better yeah. than most of the leagues in Europe. But, so yeah. If Kudos. I'm not mistaken, I think they have one of the worst dis- defensive uh, records in the league. Yeah, well, I think that's also because they're they they're they're, well. they're they're vetting in a new center back. Oh yeah, they don't really have that many center back options to begin with. Like if Johnny Evans is out, they struggle. Yeah. I think also the issue with Telemans is that there was so many rumors of is he going in, is he going yeah. out, who's rotating with him, what's the deal here? I think not having a definite plan with him. Stunts the development of the team because you don't know if you'll be playing with him or without him. That's true. Which needs to be decided from the get-go. No, but they definitely have the players. They have the talent in their team. It's just they just have to – I think bringing in a new manager is – will majority get to solve their problems if, yeah. they, if they find a new uh, structure, you know? 
I mean, here's the thing. If we're going to talk about in regards of Bournemouth, talk about one of the most like low-key, under-the-radar signings to pop up. Uh, we had Ryan Christie coming from Celtic. Yeah. And everyone thought he was going to be half-decent. Like, nothing spectacular from him. Oh, definitely. But he's been a top performer for Bournemouth, and everyone thought that was going to be a Thomas Solanke. Everyone thought it was going to be a Tavernier. But Christie's really starting to show his growth, you know? No, yeah, and another top performer they have is Billing. Billing just been on fire this season. Well, I mean, Billing has been with them for a while. Oh, no, yeah. And everyone knows he's a great midfield talent. And I think now, especially under the new manager, I don't know if it's a, just a new manager bounce or if Gary O'Neill actually has a has a stake in what's going on right now. But the way how he's been able to help the team bounce back from, especially a 9-0 loss to Liverpool, no, yeah. I think it's just kudos to him, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's respect to him. Yeah. But, um... I mean, this is probably the team where you could say that the signings made have actually properly gelled in finally. No, yeah. Whereas, like, Nottingham Forest, talk about later, not really. But no, yeah. next result, we have Chelsea 3-0 to Wolves. Now, Havertz with a goal, Pulisic with a goal, and the Albanian himself, <laughs> the man, Broya. I don't like Chelsea, but guess what? My sheep is Ekuchezi. We thrive. All right, we're on here. All right, we don't care about the Americans. Who cares about the Americans in the Prem, bro? Oh, yeah. It's a sheep dollars, my guy. Let's go. Come on. No, yeah, Grant Potter definitely just—he's just been on fire lately. I don't know. He's well, Grant Potter, I—I—I I, I think the—he's been able to be like, okay, this is what I have. Yeah. Let me figure out a system and let me make it work. Oh yeah, and he definitely made it work fast. It's just—I don't know. I think because it's really brilliant. I don't know. It, it's just such a weird thing. Like uh, Maz was on last week, and he'll say time and time again. It made no sense with Tuchel. I feel like everyone's still, like, just brushing over Thomas Tuchel being fired. Like, it made no sense how you have Tuchel through all the summer transfer window. No. You have him for the first few games. And it's like, oh, you know what? Made all this recruitment around Tuchel, but now Tuchel's gone. Oh, yeah. So now you're giving him a team that he has to basically solve a jigsaw puzzle with. So... Like, but what I'm as I'm saying is, is like I think he's doing very well in doing that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, of course. And that that's that's sort of like the the point I was defending and making is that yeah. there's all these things happening around it yeah. and behind it. No, oh, yeah. And then now we have like everything that's going on with it that is sort of that's sort of going well. But do you think that this result happened because Chelsea have finally found their form, or because? Wolves has just been horrendous, and they finally and they finally sacked Bruno Lage, which is also another thing. We already had three Premier League managers sacked. We had Scott Parker, Thomas Tuchel, and now it's Bruno Lage. Bruno Lage, rightfully so. Tuchel, uh, yeah. like you know, fifty fifty, and Scott Parker, he should have been, he shouldn't have even been in the job to begin with. I mean, it, it was a very comfortable victory. I mean, yes, yeah, still okay. Wolves have been pretty like bad this season. But they had a really good defensive record in the beginning of the season. But they've also had a lot of injuries. And a lot but of injuries I, I as think well. I, here's the thing. Every time we talk about a bad result, we can say, yeah, the team played bad. Yeah. But we also have to give notice to the fact that injuries do play a huge factor. No, you don't. Because when you have a starting uh, a starting team, no matter what sport, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the NBA, and whether it's uh, any other sport you want to talk about, your starting team is very, very crucial. But guys... We had someone walk in. He's been waiting to make his match week appearance for a long time. He was here when we had the live studio audience who randomly showed up on us. It is the one, the only, X gonna give it to you, Xavier. X, hey, how we doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So just to give you a recap of what we talked about so far, X, we've had uh, talked about Mbappe. Oh, we, damn. Uh, I mean, 
button. Um, the go. thing is, is that we talked about the factors that he could possibly be leaving, whether it's locker room, whether it's personal player, or whether it's you know Qatari business group having issues with some of his decisions, mm-hmm. personal life. Um, and we sort of made our stance on that. We you know oh, also just to make that abundantly clear. We have no issues with any transgender people out there. We 100 percent support, support you. Support, Live support. your life. Do we want to do? We don't judge. But now we're also on prem wrap up. We talked about just to give you a little recap. We talked about Bournemouth, Leicester, mm-hmm. Chelsea, Wolves. We're on right now. So Chelsea won three 0 and okay. I gave a huge shout out to Broya the Albanian because Albanians run the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, if we're talking about Chelsea, I find it very amazing. Graham Potter's undefeated record he's got yeah. going right now. Yeah. Definitely. Because people, I don't think, really thought, like, people were calling him, you know, Harry Potter and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but and guess what? Brighton he's was he's just, a wizard, my guy, yeah. because the way how he's able to make these teams perform. People the, were saying that it was a fluke, though, because look at look at Brighton now. I have been on the Potter bandwagon since last season, okay? Because when I had an argument with one of our recurring guests, Besmir, on here, the resident Chelsea fan, I was making the case how there is no way how for man, for manager of the season last season you don't give it to either Eddie Howe or Graham Potter. Graham Potter deserved it. I think I mean, if, Eddie if Howe, any person. I mean Eddie Howe was bringing Newcastle up from bottom of the league all the way up to like. I I would say I would agree with that, but I also the only reason why I give it to Graham is because of the fact that Graham dis, didn't have oil money. No, but no, 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 no. You can't say oil money when they only made two signings, three signings, where it was Matty Target, Bruno Gimaresh, and it was – Those are world-class – who, Who's the striker? I forgot the name. Uh, Chris Wood. Yeah, Chris you're, Wood. You're but, say, no, don't no say not Chris, Chris Wood, but I'm talking like Bruno is a world-class Bruno yeah. Brazilian is a champion player. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you're never signing him. Bruno Gimaresh is the one argument for yes, oil money, yes, give him a contract. And that's but why I'm saying so, Brighton, Brighton has – Former bakery players, yeah. bakery owners <laughs> listen, listen, that listen. played for them, and Graham Potter listen, was listen, able to listen, transform listen, like listen. the local pub do guys not, into like do, no, top, do, from do, Sunday do, league. Do to not fall top tier. for the trap that is like selling a story for sports. Brighton have a lot of investment; they have a lot of money behind them, but they invest it smart, which is what Newcastle is doing right now. I want to make this abundantly clear: any club, any soccer club, when they do their money right. They follow the city plan. The way how Manchester City became a club is plain and simple. Man City got their money, invested it all into the club itself, into the fields, into scouting, into the youth academy, into every type of development plan possible. That's how it starts. Then they go into the players. Then they go into the management, and everything goes from there to where it's a well-oiled random machine. What'd you drop over there, bud? Hey, I try to put my beats, throw my beats in my bag and completely miss. The table. I know, the table. but I wanted to Come not on. forget them because I have a very bad habit of forgetting things. And my mom always says, like, if my head wasn't connected to my sh- uh, shoulders, I'd probably lose my head. Yeah. And she's not wrong. She really isn't wrong. So I- I'll give my mom a shout out on that. Give me one set. No worries. Uh, but that's the thing. Like, so Brighton, I would not. Them and Brentford are the same. They have smart owners. And all the money's being invested properly, and we're going to see more investment in the future than just right now. No, oh, yeah, definitely. So that's how I would just, like, say it there. But, yes, Chelsea, we were just talking about how – do you think that Chelsea had a great performance, or do you think it was just Wolves suffering from too many injuries and they're still figuring out what's going on with the new manager? That's That I would chalk it up to more or less is, like, obviously Chelsea has been performing. Um, you know, if you look at 
their Champions League performances, it, it would well, lead you, it would lead you to believe otherwise. But like in league wise, they're decently informed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but just for Champions League regards, Grand Potter's never had a Champions League stint yet. Yeah, no, so yeah, exactly. I I, th- I think someone who has to learn how to win a one off game. I mean, granted, he did he did a lot with Brighton, like having to like look. We need the points right now, or else we're close to relegation. I think he can do that if he treats it as the same mindset of this is where we need to win. But in regards to playing in Europe, it's a whole different beast. There's managers who are only good at performing in Europe, and there's managers who are only good at performing in a league. We yeah. see this with Antonio Conte. We see this with um, Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola has not won a Champions League since he was at Barcelona. And he's had some phenomenal sides behind him. Yes or no, boys? Yes. Sure. Oh, unreal best. sides. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Some of the that Barcelona side is considered one of the best teams to ever play. Let's be, like, let's be 110% real. Okay. That team... You gotta understand that team beat Manchester United twice. Yeah, and that and both that, without Ronaldo, and yet they were still insane. Yeah, they those teams were. I would say like who who was at that time he had Messi, he had Messi, David Villa, and um, <laughs> Messi, David Villa, and who was the third attacker for them, boys? David Villa. They had it wasn't Iniesta. No, no, no but it, it wasn't Alexis Sanchez up front. I'm trying to think who was, was the Pedro? third. Was it Pedro at the no, time? Oh, hold on. I'll it look might it have been Pedro. I think that's a shout. Uh, Pep. Pep winning Barcelona, Barcelona side where Messi scored 90 goals. That's, <laughs> that's all. Still you got to look. That's still ins- – dude, I, I think Holland could have a 90-goal season, to be perfectly honest. I think he could beat Messi. 100. 100, <laughs> yeah. That would be crazy. Why oh does my it keep God. showing me Man City stuff? I'm just, 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 go to, just go to Barcelona team 2009. 2009, Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. That's all you got to do. Um, here we go. Here we go, here we go. We're Fabrizio Romano. Yo, the matter the matter of little jingles I've made. Thierry Henry. Oh. How, How did I, we forget oh that? Oh my god. How did we forget that? Messi, Henry, and, and Eto. And Eto. Oh, wow. That team oh, when you think, no, that and Eto not... won the bar uh, Bellon d'Or that year. Did he? I thought, yeah, I, I, I think no, I thought, he won I thought, I thought Messi won it for no, the I, I think it was that year he won. Because Bar- cause Barcelona won it 2009 and they won it 2011. I think Inter Did he, what won it. Was the- that Inter? Or I don't know. No, no well, I think because Inter won it in 2010. They won the yeah. treble where Messi stole the Ballon d'Or from Wesley Schneider. I'll say that till the day I die. Oh, uh, like, I mean, yeah. No, dude, if you win a treble and you are the top creator in your league where you have the most goals and co- most combined goals and assists in the league. I also think that the only Come issue on. with the Ballon d'Or is, is that. It's not like an MVP in like our oh, in our oh, leagues yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like if your team's winning and you got the stats and you got the highlights, you get the award. I think more or less because it's a French award and the French have such a prestige about all their awards, it's almost like a highlight reel thing. Yeah. It's that's- like who well, can put up I, the I, craziest highlight well, reel think, possible I, I, with I think the that's, stats? I think it's been the issue of it lately. It used to be a highly respected reward with the voting and how – because it used to be players vote, manager vote, and um, and reporter votes. And then they would also have a little skew depending on what was voted and how it was voted in those regards. But nowadays, when, when you see that Lewandowski gets scrapped for Messi to win a Ballon d'Or – that's when you see like that's why no, he went no to that's him. why he went to Barcelona himself because he truly thinks that his move to Barcelona is gonna be what gets him his golden ball. That's true. but 
it's not going to happen, I don't think, because you're going to have to still face against. uh, You're going to have to face against Kareem still. Well, no, here's the thing. He missed out twice. He missed out when they canceled it, and then he missed out where. They gave it to Messi instead. Yeah, of him. When they canceled it, he was supposed to win it. Oh yeah, yeah the year the, the year they canceled man. it because of COVID. That's insane. There was nobody else that deserved it more than him. Oh, yeah, all the a, a bunch of different players were saying like, no, nah, he he is the most deserving player of that award that year, and that the fact that they scrapped it. That's that's insane. I mean, okay, so back, getting off our tangent, going back to Prem Wrap Up, because we still have another hour and a half to talk about anything and everything we want. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So Chelsea 3-0, Wolves, also real quick, Wolves with Diego Costa. Like, That's what that I was just, from? I was just going to ask did... you, what's your, what's your feeling on that acquirement of getting him out of well, retirement? Well, here's, uh, he wasn't retired, he was a free agent, no one wanted him. I mean, but it... you're just cruising <laughs> around, living life, that's pretty well, much retirement. The, no, but here's the thing, well, because no one wanted to sign him, because Wolves... Every striker they've signed so far and they were relying on this season all have gotten injuries. Sesco, the 6'6 striker who was supposed to be nutty for them, torn ACL first game. Wow. Yeah. Raul Jimenez has sadly been suffering through injuries nonstop at the club, and I feel so sorry for him. No, yeah. No, I don't know. I just – I think it's a striker role. They need they need a striker. Like, Yeah, but they, they thought that it was going to be Sesco. They thought that he was going to be that ball-dominant aerial winner – who can hold up the play or either score? The thing is, the players they have behind them, it's Triore, Pudence, um, Aguades. Aguades. Gonzalo Aguades. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Steven. You, you, you should have the accent down a bit, bro. Right? <laughs> you really should. Guedes. <laughs> Guedes, yeah. And then uh, Matinho. I mean, like, they have players behind them to score. But, like, all the. Well, are, what's our. Well, here's, here's my question. Uh. Do what do we think about wait where 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 do we think about Ruben Neves not being in this lineup for this game? So that I think I personally I think that's due to the fact that he may be looking for a move out in Jan. Mm, well, okay, so, and a lot of teams in the Prem would love to take a Ruben Neves onto their team. Right. He's a deep line creative player who could go and hunt down a ball. And he after that, he he's connecting those we, long no, but passes. My question, do we know if it's an injury or something? Because he's not even in the lineup. And that's why I said I think I, I obviously they'll give the injury tag, but I do think it's no, more or less. No, he's not even tagged for injury. The only players that are tagged for injury is Chiquinho, Pedro Neto, Raul Jimenez, uh, Kalasich, a.k.a. Sasko, I call him, and Collins was suspended. Collins was a big miss for them in the back as well. No, I know that. What I'm saying is he may not have a tag or anything. People will question it why he wasn't, and you know, a part of the team yeah. at all. And once that question comes up, you know, the interim coach will probably say, "Oh, he had a really severe like injury that kept him out, and it was a last minute decision or, or something just that we did." Ronaldo say personal problems. Yeah, yeah. Or personal problems. But at the end of the day, it's almost like benching a player because you know he's leaving the team. Which was also the discussion we had with Lester and Yuri Tillemans for the longest time because they didn't know if he was leaving, they didn't know if he was staying, yep. which is a big problem. And I think that's where the situation is with Ruben is that you just fired your head coach again and after all the nonsense they went through just to get a coach this season or was it last season where they kept trying to get a head coach and every coach was like, no, nah, I'm okay. Well, okay. But here's my question. What do we think about these few players starting for Chelsea though and yet still them still getting a victory? I think Mason Mount. Like, Trevor Trevor Chalaba, Aspilicueta, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, and Connor Gallagher starting over a Reese James, a Mateo Kovacic, a Broya, a Ziyech, a Chilwell, a Aubameyang, a Sterling. 
They're resting. They're resting. Simple. Are they resting? Because, yeah. I mean, they, they did have a Champions League fixture in the midweek. I think so. it's just Graham Potter trying to figure out his team, you know? I think I, agree more, with I think you. it's more of that. Okay. I think like he played a totally different side last Premier League game, and it's just he's trying to find his like I don't know his players. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, no Conte because of injury, obviously. Yeah. But also Wesley Fofana is currently injured at the moment again. Oh my God. Well, what? his his was serious. I think in the Champions League, like he had a boot and crutches yeah, on. So because the thing is that like him, he comes back from an ACL injury, ready to play for a new club. And now he has a knee injury again. Yeah. So, Miles <laughs> No, okay, well, I'll, I'm going to say this right now. Trevor, I think, asked his for older he brother's asked better. to leave. His older brother's better. His older brother's better. I'm I think right Trevor now. asked to leave this uh, this summer. He yeah. asked, he was trying to get a last minute move no, out was. of Chelsea, and well, they, they rejected well, he, it. He, he, they rejected he, it. Yeah. He didn't think he was going to get a start. That's why. No, that's why. Yeah, yeah has, but he even he asked for a loan. At least, if you're not going to play him, put him out on loan, let him develop still. Well, you think Chelsea shut down everything. Chelsea like to just sell their best players right thomas like oh, yeah. they've had like tamori they've had rudiger that one blows uh, me to Amy. this day i can't believe that like don't get me wrong like tamori has never been like he is sort of like a more aggressive center back he's not the best with his ball at his feet mm-hmm. but that's still a raw talent you don't just let go on a sale oh yeah definitely like that's where it's like a two-year loan or with something like there's no way you don't you should let him leave because look at him at ac milan Top tier. I mean, they get a red card. It doesn't Top matter. He's a He has been classed, though. I will he's say a lot of red card. He has been classed. Wait, yeah. you, you said red card, but come on. The world's greatest uh, center back <laughs> in the world is the king of red cards. He just got one in the uh, no, French yeah. League again this this yeah, week. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Ramos, Ramos, Ramos just yeah. loves collecting it was red so cards. Funny. Everyone's like, El Clasico's going on. Real Madrid and Barca are fighting. Meanwhile, the two best captains ever exist for those clubs are just sitting out on the sidelines saying, what's good, homie? Yeah, <laughs> like, you got to think. he. I think when he retires, he has to, like, take home, he has to take on a red card in his last match. And not actually be sent off field. Just, just <laughs> oh, yeah. get be given a red card just for it. Get it signed by the ref and then keep it and like frame it because oh, he is the king of this red sounds cards. Like, this sounds like some like sideman charity match antics no, right yeah. now. It's just like it's the truth. <laughs> have him go out like. Okay, speed. so boys, we have a lot of games to catch up with, so we gotta go over it. Man City four 0 against Southampton. Southampton, I felt bad for a bit in this game because they've been developing so well. They have probably some of the best young center backs right now in mm-hmm. Salisu Belakachap. Um, there's one more I'm blanking on the name right now. I'm looking it up. Um, I don't feel bad for them because their Twitter account literally posted a picture of Man, C- uh, Man City's like last five games, and they were like, we'll take this challenge on. I was like, you guys are <laughs> idiots. Why even set yourself up for that one? You're asking oh, yeah. Holland to have a hat trick at that yeah. point. Uh, the other the other uh, center back I was thinking of, the one they just brought in was uh, uh, Ka- I'm going to mess up this name. Kyle Takar. From Marseille, I think it was. He came from Ligue 1. Mm-hmm. And look, this is a young team. And even when they played against United, they looked really, really impressive. They have Aribo, who they just signed from Rangers. Yeah. They have Adam Armstrong, as per usual. Che Adams looking great. I mean, Adam Armstrong, I'm a little concerned for because they bought him from, what, Blackburn Rovers yeah. mm-hmm. a little while back? Yeah. And he's yeah. been iffy. He's been poor. He's been iffy. And then, honestly, not starting Elianusi or not even having... Like Maitland Niles in the team makes no sense to me. Yeah, I think Southampton is going for the long run. They are like, Definitely. but using this team isn't young though, because you still have Stuart Armstrong in who's thirty. You still have Adam Strong Armstrong in. Yeah, he's twenty five. Yeah, but with the recent yet. signings, they've been get like. Oh yeah, recent signings. Definitely, like, sense. They're definitely yeah, yeah. going for that long term project. I mean, here's the thing: Belakachev's twenty. He's gonna get called up for the World Cup. 
Like, plain and simple. He's he's Who's uh, his national he's team? German. He's German, and he's been looking insane he, for Germany. And, and what, midfield? No, no he's a center back. You know what's crazy? I signed him uh, FIFA 19 career mode. Get out of here. <laughs> and he went up to, see, like, 90 rating. that door you can leave, bro. <laughs> no. That's cap. I, no. I, you know, I have it. 2019 <laughs> is how long ago, okay? Like, come on. I, I can't. Not I, think, I think it was twenty. I think so. Yeah. No. I'll if, check if, if we're talking, right, see the I'll, time is changed. I'll take a. I'll take a picture now. of it. I, I, I I'm promise you, you. I have it at home in my career mode. My favorite. That's your assignment for tonight. You're gonna text me this, <laughs> and, and in the in the post edit right now, already make a small clip here, either approving or disapproving of Steven. I will. I I could say that my favorite, uh, ultimate, uh, not ultimate team. My favorite, my team signing on FIFA as of recently. I think it was probably twenty one. Has to be Yoskov Yog. I can't say his name. <laughs> He's a he plays center back and left back for uh, Leipzig. Okay, okay. I think Chelsea actually made a, made a stab at trying to yeah. sign him after all the defenders they had yeah, signed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Guardio, that's his name. Oh, Gavardio. Gua- yeah, oh, Gavardio. Oh, left-footed oh, center back can play 30, at the left 30. back. Chelsea's gonna tall, sign, really strong, speed. He could play the ball at his feet. That's somebody that I wanted Manchester United to take a stab at signing before they signed Malasia, who turned out to be a Mal- decent. No, he's turned out to be a pretty decent. What, the one thing I love about Malasia is that he's given Luke Shaw a challenge to be like, hey, your position is not guaranteed anymore. Like, step up. Or I think even- Shaw just quite possibly fought back for his position this yeah, past week. And he, well, for England, he had a great performance against Germany. Yep. He was like one of the only like few half-decent players. I think also not having a Harry Maguire on that side sort of shows how, like, Luke Shaw is no longer worried about having to cover the center anymore all the time. Yeah. But there's still obviously some defensive issues with not having Rafael Varane start all the time because of injuries. and He's actually injured today. Yes. I got a notification. He did not practice with the team. He practiced with uh, the physios, physios right? by yeah. himself on a different field. Yep, yep. Makes sense. That's, that's someone where you have to just protect. Like, save them for when it matters. Mm-hmm. Like, against Man City... Like, if he didn't get injured, I think the scoreline's a bit different. Because, obviously, Manchester United won the second half. They won 3-2. Yeah. So, United takes three points for the second half. I, that. I mean, that's what that's the only thing I had to go on. Because, trust <laughs> me, I was watching that and I was thinking to myself, I don't think he does a hat trick. Yeah, he does. Yeah. No. The guy's a machine. So, yeah. Yeah, he's crazy. Insane. But, I mean, that's the thing, right? So, we're on the Man City topic right now. <sighs> Holland, for Holland right now, timing is perfect for him because he gets to play for Man City a little bit longer, gets a five-week break because of the World Cup, mm-hmm. comes back, and then he's just going to be flying again because he's had to be able to rest. The only mm-hmm. problem is I recently saw on the timeline is that he's injured again. Supposedly. Supposedly. Ooh, Holland? Mm-hmm. Yes. So they recently, within like the last 24 to 48, was supposedly said to be injured, so he might be sitting out this upcoming weekend. And people are now saying, here comes Holland, Mr. Injury Man. Like, he scores a lot, but, like, no, but he's missed thing, a lot for, of for, games for, throughout for, his career. Yeah, yeah, but for Dortmund, the first season was a legit injury. Mm-hmm. The second season was, oh, I'm injured because oh, he didn't yeah. want to actually get injured for himself at City. Mm-hmm. So he he had he took the couple knocks, took a couple of games off. But even so, if Holland makes four, misses four games, so what? Let's be real. So oh, what? Yeah, so he what? scored. He scored 24 and 28 appearances in the Bundesliga. Uh, my question becomes though: Are you afraid that Arsenal comes in and makes a run at your first place spot? Or wait, does well, Arsenal? I'm not even gonna still lie. They do. No, but, Arsenal still holds it. Yeah, no, but I'm not gonna lie. 
if Arsenal can lose against United where they got figured out tactically, all it takes is another manager who's a really good tactician to throw Arteta for a loop. Because honestly, I think that's Arsenal's only downside besides injuries happening is if if someone like a Ten Hag is going to challenge Arteta's brain and make him have to think about, oh, how am I going to change up the team because he's constantly switching stuff. Like Someone who's going to challenge his brain mentally is going to be the one that's going to get one over him. Hey man, who's better than than the <laughs> the teacher himself? Yeah, Pep Guardiola. <laughs> that's the thing. Like mind games will be happening be in that game. match. It's definitely gonna be a good game. Okay, so I do have a question for you guys, and I have an answer for you. All three of you, I want to hear your opinions all on right. this. All right. So the conversation now is is that Holland this summer may be stolen. That there's a possible release clause, which Pep came out and said there's no release clause. There's no release clause. But Real Madrid is Real Madrid. It's like if Barcelona comes calling, like I think even Marcus Rashford had said it once in his career, uh, early in his career, like, you know, yeah. I'm with Manchester United. That's as high as you can go. But that next stratosphere, there's only two teams that tops that. Man City can't even put themselves in the same category. Well, like they they've been starting they, to win. They can't until they win a Champions League. That's yeah. been their biggest issue. Yeah. They've won so many league titles. But unlike the unlike the other side of Manchester, you know, we've got we, everything. We, we, we won the Prem and we won the Champions League. We've got the only trouble in England. You see, I love how like this is like flowing through my veins that Man United propaganda. I can finally throw on this. You're show. welcome. You because are welcome. Because most of the time, it's like I have to be rational. Artie, you're no, the host. Not you at all. Be okay. Not like, you know, at all. Be a neutral. <laughs> right now, I could say, ha ha, I'm laughing at all of you. United's better. No, I did read about the the Holland clause, but um, yeah. I think it's active in 2024. Okay, so. So, all right, so twenty twenty four, they have some time. Do you guys think if I'm Holland, I would wait until he's like twenty six. No, do you think he leaves? I would stay in the Premier League and break the record. Simple. Yeah, like most goals scored, break Alan Shearer's record. That's the most coveted record in all of football. I think he could make definitely make history in the Premier League and just I don't know, he could be considered like one of the. But 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 City's a side where I can guarantee him winning a Champions League now because he's there. I don't know. I, I, I don't think he goes to Real Madrid because someone else is going to be going to Real Madrid. Who? And that's Mbappe might be going. That I don't believe. I, I, I do understand now that he wants to leave again. You know, there's that open possibility. But I don't think Real's, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the G, basically their GM. Oh, Fl- Florentino Perez. Florentino yeah, Perez yeah. already came out after what happened this, this summer yeah, with but, the loop that Mbappe put them through. You no, oh yeah I'm coming just, I'm no, on my way no, 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 and then last week, just, oh you know what I'm no, gonna no, no, get no, all no, of no, France no, no, basically no, 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 so I'm no, not no, no, gonna no, no, go because Florentino Perez messed up because he had a deal agreed and he switched it up last second because he wanted Mbappe's image rights he wanted fifty percent of Mbappe's image yeah, rights yeah that's where he messed up true and then also <clears throat> Florentino Perez if he wants something he'll get it in the future he doesn't care like he'll say one thing and then be a hypocrite and say another thing that's the one man. Whose word you cannot man trust. Man, guess what he wants. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a little bit forceful in it. I'm, I'm a little concerned. You know, I mean, but. the word has came out now recently since the announcement that our boys and Richard Arnold has came out and said that there is a possibility that they're gonna do what they did with Ronaldo to you know to keep him from going to City, which I thought was already a bluff just to get him back <clears throat> into the prem to us. They're gonna do something unprecedented. To put major money bags on the table to try to make a stab at Mbappe, because Mbappe's a a diehard Ronaldo fan. Yeah, you have 
He's think, winning now. Yeah, but that, Tony, that's and Tony they, they is saying, talking. Has. He's talking so much good about how Ronaldo is being a role model to the younger cast of players. And if you bring in Mbappe and you have Ronaldo, imagine that split. You have Mbappe yes. sometimes, you but get Ronaldo, and the, you have that management. We, before, before we dovetail too much into a different topic, I will say this. It all depends on how they perform this season. If they get either a Europa League or they get like a top three finish, I think that can put them up there in the conversation. But it's, but a, it's as, a January as, move. Yeah, but or I'll, he's trying to push that's for January. Not, that's not going to happen in January. There's no There's shot. No team that's going to buy. There's no shot in, in, in the January. There's no way. No no team is going to be able to do it in January. That's too much money. I mean, post World Cup maybe we don't know. Maybe. But still, it's I I don't see that being a January move. It's impossible to be a January move. There's too many moving parts. There's too much money involved for it to be a January move. Definitely. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you guys all y'all all agree that. You don't see the move happening for Holland. No, no, no. But who does make moves is Newcastle. And they are <laughs> riding high off a 5-1 victory against Brentford, which is really impressive. I think people underestimate a Brentford, and Brentford have been looking really, really good. Oh, they definitely have a very more strong squad as of, like, I, I think Alan St. Maximin came back. Yeah, but I have that a question here. Playing amazing, Do we yeah. think... That Gareth Southgate is being very disrespectful and not calling up Ivan Tony. No, he did call him up. He but, just didn't play him. Yes, yeah, that's, uh, that's like, the disrespect. No, but no, but, no, but the real call up. That's not a call up. That's just being there. I say it is a real call up, and I don't think it's full disrespect because if you want to talk real call up missing and real disrespect, you're talking about Leicester City's uh, main man in the middle, James Madison. Yeah. How do you? I, how do you have a lack of a center attacking midfielder? That is the problem for England. It's not like you don't have wingers. You have wingers. No, you have one of the, the greatest is, strikers. The issue is, is and that you don't have a man in the middle the, that could get no, that ball no, to here's, them. Here's the issue. England play with a five at the back. They play with two midfielders. Oh, my God. And then, and, and, and then the three forwards, technically, mm-hmm. is like it's Kane, it's Saka or Sterling, and then Mason Mount is there. He plays like a right forward, mm-hmm. but he's ever flowing in the middle. So mm-hmm. I don't mind him giving respect to Mason Mount because he has familiarity with him. Yeah. He's been in the side. He plays that certain way at Chelsea as well at times. Yeah. But there's too much favoritism happening in this England side. Definitely. We yeah. see it with Harry Maguire, who I will I will bash on till the day I die. Of course. I will join you in that. But there is times where I feel like we're bullying him, and I don't feel like no, I don't him. feel like he he's made such ridiculous well, comments. Yeah, yeah, he's made statements where it's like, oh, if the managers, if the gaffers keep me in, his, then his, something the must gaffers. be working. No, 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 no. His one statement recently that came out through <sighs> other sources. Oh, the reason why I was playing bad was lack of good communication with David De Gea. David's been living in England for ha- <laughs> over a decade. He can speak perfect English. What He's do you played, mean you can't communicate? He has played with Rio Ferdinand and Nemanja Vidic. There's no titles. way. Oh, yeah, You're going to tell me this guy's not to communicate with a back line? And that was back when he was young. So he was still yeah. was still learning English at the time. Yeah. He's played with one of the best English center backs in the world right now, Chris Smalling. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just joking. No, I'm just joking. I'm on What about Pickford and Maguire? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to lie. Maybe no, no, that's no, no. why Mag- what Maguire needs. He needs himself a good old Englishman. No, Pickford. He, no, 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 no. I think for England, I'd be excited for goalkeepers because you have Pope. Pickford. Pickford deserves a shout, even though he's made he made, mis- made some mistakes over the weekend shout. to allow United to score a goal. 
Mm-hmm. Like coming off his line too early, like pressing up. But also Aaron Ramsdale. I think for the sheer fact oh of his yeah. – he's someone who communicates very well, organizes the back line, and his distribution is on point. Yeah. His shot-stopping ability has been a little off lately, which I think why someone like Nick Pope, who's like 6'5", mm-hmm. can reach the balls in places where it's like easy for him. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's going to be a tough part to really like yeah, understand and develop. But what do we think about Kieran Trippier maybe having to play at left back for England in the World Cup? Over maybe a Chilwell or Chilwell starts over him. Trippier playing for I thought he played for Scotland. No, Trippier doesn't play for Scotland. X I'm not gonna lie, you just exposed yourself on this show. <laughs> no. I really I, really I can't save you. you. I really oh, wait, can't no, save you. No, actually, you know why? I'm thinking of uh who's the dude that plays for Arsenal? <laughs> T- oh Tyranny, okay. Tyranny, no. that's why. I'll let it slide. Yeah. He was thinking okay, he was thinking about a real Scotsman. Yeah, I was that's that what I was fine. thinking okay. about. Okay. I was like, Karen Trippier, he plays for Scotland. I I No, you're good because I didn't mention him at left back, I confused you a bit, so you say yourself there. yeah oh yeah but real quick you're listening top of the hour on wmsc upper montclair now back to you x Save all right yourself. um you're drowning you know that much Trippier, time i i believe that i guess it's the age and experience thing it's the age and experience but thing and also, if you're playing a we, back five you why, need why, why does he have to play left back that's my well question. because there's no way he plays right back over kyle walker over reese james yeah. kyle walker's kyle injured i'm pretty sure trent's yeah injured. but he yeah but he's injured, injured for a few injured days right now kyle walker won't play that right right back i don't think he's gonna play right play center back yeah also in this moment right now i would play kieran okay but also okay so i don't want to talk about this yet i wanted to wait till liverpool game but what about trent there's no you way know, he, he's I, so god awful so currently. Bad. Yeah, but I know. But with with how England plays, he doesn't have to defend. Like he's, I mean, I just yeah, don't. I don't, I don't see. I don't see him in his side. I don't know. I just see Reese James or Trippier. But that right well, that, see, that's the thing. We're all thinking logically. But we, we have to think. But here's the thing: Southgate you think doesn't like, like South him God, either. Yeah. yeah, but Southgate doesn't like him either. I, he calls him up, but he doesn't play him. I I don't know. It's kind of hard. The English media they love Trent. Especially, especially well, I mean, him being uh, winning that Champions League with Liverpool, people won't put past his passing ability. His ability to yeah, whip so, that ball into well, the I box say, is what people love to see. I will say is that Trent, when he was developing as a youth, was a midfielder. He was eight slash ten, played in the middle, liked being a ball progressor. That was his thing. Yeah. For Liverpool, he made his debut. He had to play right back so he can get minutes. And because he did it so well for such a long time with so much cover around him, it's a Maguire effect. When you have people covering for all of your little mistakes, yeah. you can look good. Definitely. But Trent, the best way how I explain Trent all the time, and people used to make fun of me for it, is as if David Beckham played right back. Plain and simple. <laughs> and if Bexy played right back, he'd be playing exactly like The man this. has no he defensive cover. He, he would not run back. I mean, he would run back, but like he wouldn't be like solid defensively. He wouldn't know how to really control himself. Like... I mean, he's he's a more he's more of a forward than he is a defender. I think it just depends on how Southgate like just plans his team out. I just but then again, does the does a does a Livermento deserve a shout at right back? He's been injured for Southampton. I understand that, but no, the the right back (laughs) position. I think I think that right back position is locked up by uh, Reese James. His performance for Chelsea in both league and cup interns it's too much you just got the new huge deal too from chelsea in the contract extension it'd be a real slap in the face he's he's probably england's best defender currently he is england's 
like, pro- like I think he's just their best like position. Like right now in that position, like he's their best player for now. I, not just that position. I think he is the best period defender they have. Point blank period, best defender. You got to think if you're well, always starting Maguire in the back and John Stones, who's always hurt, so you can't. He's not reliable. Yeah. Come you're on. Not think about it. You're right. Yeah. I think it definitely is up there. Hey Thomas, what do you think of Ben, I, ben Godfrey not getting a shout from you boys? <sighs> Hasn't he been hurt though? He's been hurt for the <laughs> well, he, well, he, he ACL injury last season, and this season okay. he got cleared out yeah. against a couple of teams. They've just been abusing I him. I think we just been. I think the only way he can fit in this Everton squad is if we play three at the back or like a five at the yeah, back. Yeah, because you guys have because we have you, Tarkowski, Connor, yeah, Tarkowski, and Connor Cody. Cody now that are playing out of their minds. Well, that's another so, thing for England. Does Tarkowski get a call-up? Does Ben Mee get a call-up? I think Ben Cody? White deserves a call-up. No. Ben White. Ben White. I, well, that's I, also I think thing. he's been ben like... That was by the point. If, if Ivan Tony can't get in that team, none of the players you just named will ever or deserve it. Ivan Tony is the best... Is the best low end team player England's got, and he I mean, still Cal can't Wilson, even he can't even get Cal, a touch Cal, on the field. Cal, Cal Wilson is up there, but he's also really really injury prone. Cal and he's so. and and Cal Wilson is not better than any of the attacking players they already have though. I mean he's on the same level. You can't say he's not a consistent goal scorer. He's a he, but he's not. Just because you score goals, England's problem is not always that they can't score goals because you have Harry Kane. The man could score almost at any angle. I don't know. It's more or been, less the delivery. Internationally, though. No, I think the reason why is is because of delivery. England doesn't have a creative player that could deliver the ball. But you, that's like, why you they've even been said, arguing for Trent a lot, though. I know, because you said yourself that they bring in Mason Mount to the cutting inside to be the person that's cutting in and trying to make the do passes, think, you, and he's not that do, kind do, of do guy. You think, do you think Declan Rice and Bellingham are not enough in the midfield? No, they're like, not. They're good, no, but they're both, they're, they're both so young. I think they're both just really young. They yeah. No, I don't think it's young. I, what he was about to say I think is true. International play is different from club yes. play. Yeah. Different managers, different, yeah. And they have different players There's around no. them. Jude does not Jude does not have to create as much for Dortmund. He mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the one to create the goals. He can if he wants, but he's more of the he starts the passing off. He's like uh I'm trying to think of he's like okay. David David Silva for Man City. He's not the one creating always. It's uh De Bruyne. But David Silva's the guy who track back, get the ball and then he gets the he starts spraying like the passes I, around, I, and I think that's at, at that at that moment of time I think De Bruyne was doing that more because no, Silva yeah. was playing up playing more he's in like the attacking third. <laughs> oh, he's he's like a De Bruyne, but he doesn't have the five star weak foot yet. That's the best way to explain. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Declan Rice his issue is he's just a brick house. He's the he's the defender in the midfield that you want him to just disrupt everything. He speeds. He speed. Recovery speed, yeah. No, no, I mean like speed in the sideman charity match. Oh, no, no, no. That's what, that's that's disrespectful. I'm I'm trying to be facetious, but like he's the guy that just, he's going in and he's blowing people up kind of stuff. He's He's more like Sergio Busquets. That's who I, that's who I see. There you go, yeah. How dare you? No, I I, I agree. Sergio Busquets is the most sham footballer ever played. All right, but what is Declan Rice? The man has benefited (laughs) so much from Xavi and Iniesta, and you're going to tell me he's a good footballer? Get out of here. He's a, get out of here. All right, all right. That's a little bit. He's a staple. He's a staple. He's a sham. He's a sham. He's a sham. But he didn't have him. He's a, he's like, what is that? I'm trying to think of a word. As a really good fan, I respect. Respect Sergio Busquets, if I'll be honest. No, 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 no. Come he's on. He's a, um, no. oh my Chabi God. Chavi Alonso 
Better. Plain and simple. <laughs> I mean, yes, they <laughs> are, but he's right. Like, Busquets didn't have to do... It's like the, there are certain players that don't have to do the extra he's stuff. A, he's a system player. Yes, he, there you there go. go. I was trying there to go. He's a system player. I will say he's a system player, but don't you dare say he was that good. He was he was a system player, like I said. Yeah, okay. I feel so like he, Rice, I think Rice yeah. is going to be the same he played thing a part. in that. <laughs> Rice is going to be the same thing in that okay. England squad. He's okay. just going to slide there. Guys, like, you, you, you guys have used the right words to calm me down. I'll take it. He's true. <laughs> it's true, and that's the problem with England is that you have a system player that's a defensive player only in in uh in Declan Rice. You have Jude that's good, but he's not what everybody has made him out to be since he like. Bursted onto the well, scene as an so English I think, I think he needs a better he's just, role. Dude, he's he's seventeen, eighteen. But that's because I really think no, he's nineteen now. He's nineteen, he's 19 now. Still, and on. I think the biggest issue though is is because he's still at Dortmund. In the competition, I think in the Bundesliga, it's starting to get better. Let me not try to take mm-hmm. out disrespect the Bundesliga, but it's still. Oh, by the way, on the show, it's referred to as the Bayern Liga. Okay, because that, that's what I was just about <laughs> yeah, to say. Yeah. Is like the domination of Bayern. Is it it, le- it lacks like in the EPL, which I still think, even though they lack of the Champions League win- wins besides recently Liverpool. with Liverpool, I still think English Premier-, Premier League is the best league in the European world. It's most competitive. World. I think that's sort of okay. an issue, though. But look, but I think Erling Holland over here making like the uh, the the Premier League. Oh, here League. we yeah, go. Look at look at like, like 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 a baby like league. Come on, and we got Lewandowski looking like, making the league look like a baby league. But, I don't think I think it's, it's like. But the best but, thing, the difference is Holland's making defenders look silly. Agreed. But look is City Sadio number Mane one? And then is is though. City number one? Is is City top of the table? When when Byron had Lewandowski, what happened? Scored a lot. They were always top of the table. City is not even the best team in the league currently. Uh, no, they are. Arsenal. No, they are. no, 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 uh, no, they are. But on the <laughs> on table, the ranking, on, on the ranking, the ranking yeah, they yeah. are not the best team, and that's the thing. I would agree that it, we would start looking like uh, the English Premier League would look like a farmers league if City was so clear of everybody. Then it's like okay, yeah. The thing Holland is, came in and just right completely now in the Bundesliga, that next it's league. not even Bayern yeah. first. It's it's Union Berlin first. That's the thing. Yeah, at the current and, moment, and, but, yeah. But that's and the, we also have Freiburg up there. It's just like it's actually becoming like and I, I, I guess gave you them their credit. Competitive. Yeah, they're starting. That's why I said they started. But the problem was Jude left England because he felt he that was he wasn't he was gonna. Though. He was playing for every time. And that's the thing. But the thing was he didn't think he would get the development in time. In a, in the prem that he would playing for Dortmund. Yeah. Now you went to Dortmund and the competition as in, isn't as high. So you're stuck at, you he's plateaued at a certain level. Now you need to go to either but prem I or La Liga no, 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 and push I, yourself. I, I think the benefit though is playing in the Champions League. Yeah, he's exactly. I think his performance, his best performance actually come in the Champions League. Exactly. It's just, I think he proves, he, he proves himself he is, there. he is only as good as the competition he's up against. Like watch him against Man City. It's exactly. just, I don't, he's class. He's class. Come on. Well, okay. also another thing. Can we just talk about real quick how like, you know, players like Calvin Phillips can like be bought for fifty million and just sit on the bench. Yeah. Nah, Calvin Phillips really like got out the radar. It's just well because he 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 was uh he was injured at Leeds. Yeah, yeah. injured. Went to City and now injury he's again. In, he's injured, but still, how do you start over that midfield right now? You don't start. You don't. Uh, you don't. And that's another reason why I don't think Jude goes to that team. That's another thing. Is like Collins, like, oh, I'm talking to Jude to come join me in City. That midfield. 
no one breaks into that midfield. It's it, here's the thing: coming to Foden, Madrid, come on. No, but no, but Foden's had to had to play out. I left don't even wing. think he breaks the midfield up in Madrid, to be honest. Yeah, dude, too many, too many. Camavinga, and Valverde, and Bellingham. No, come on, no, dude, no Valverde. You have no, Valverde. Oh, yeah, Valverde. Yeah, yeah, mind. <laughs> Valverde, dude, just that's what I'm saying. Come it on. does, and that's why I hope that Manchester United makes us like Manchester United still has room. To be broken up. Our midfield is okay, but you know what? We have is? a 35-year-old Casemiro now to be our starter. He's no, 31. He's no, he can, he can. But you're telling me if you have the opportunity to have Casemiro come off the bench and have Jude Bellingham, Erickson, and Bruno play together. Drew Look. Bellingham is what is everything okay, we want. He needs to go to Scott, Liverpool. Liverpool. Okay, He's on, everything on, we wanted Scott McTominay So, look, we're just going to hop right into the United game now. We're just okay. going to do the discussions. We're going to do United and Arsenal-Liverpool next. Okay. Manchester United won 2-1 against Everton. 3-1. Okay, 3-1. It was 3-1. I don't care what VAR said. It was 3-1. Okay, we know our opinions. Steven and Thomas, what did you think about the third goal being? Thomas, I think you Ronaldo deserves. Hold on, hold on, Ronaldo hold on. deserves to play. I think in that no, no, game. No, 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 no. I don't need that right now. Oh, what do we no, need? What, what do we need? The third goal that was disallowed. Oh, the third goal. Would By VAR. You, do you, do you think it should have been disallowed? Yes or no? This is the Rashford one. Yeah, the, the one, one that. Where, oh, that I, personally, I don't think it was. It should have been disallowed. Okay, Steven. Okay. As an Everton fan. <clears throat> Uh, okay, so as an Everton fan, watching that, you just say that you were happy it was disallowed. You can say I was happy that it was disallowed, but should have been disallowed. Uh, probably not. I don't know how it disallowed. I will, I'll explain the scenario for any, any of the listeners out there. So Marcus Rashford is running through on goal. He has a big slide tackle coming from was it Tarkovsky? I want to say yeah. it was, Tarko- it was Tark- Tarkovsky yeah, that came in. Last big slide tackle coming in. He's jumping over the player so he doesn't get cleared out, so he can still run through on goal. Which, by the way, most players dive there. Yeah. I mean, we do have a diver in this room, but most players dive there. He's mad that he lost. No, you just like to dive in the Olympics. He's mad he lost. Ah, we're leaving it there, Xavier. Putting the pin on it. Um, <laughs> a lot of players will dive there, go to the floor, go to the ground, like, oh, I want the free kick. Rashford knows he's going to be through on goal. He runs through, and through nat- natural positioning, because of how he's running and jumping, the ball like hits his hand a bit. It didn't uh, even hit his hand. I don't know. I didn't see. It like, was like it, it, his hand. It, 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 was, it like was like here. It was like arm, upper upper arm. It was like lower bicep to his exactly. Yeah. But like that's just that's your natural but, position. Yeah, that's your that's your body. I, I think that's also the biggest issue right now. There's too much inconsistency. Yeah, no, definitely. Like yeah. there's too much With situational. The G- Gabrielle handball. Like, look, let's be honest. Yeah. Unless there were three in that weekend. Here's the thing: if if it's a handball where it dis, it disallows, like if it stops a goal from going in, or if it like I'm trying to think, because if it's a handball that like let's say like the ball's on the line and you accidentally handball it and it should have gone in, yes, call it, give a penalty, whatever, that's fine. If there is a handball where it's you're deliberately stopping the ball, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But the two scenarios where if the ball bounces up and it hits you. And it's not, and it's like sort of going for you, but like it's fair, natural positioning. Or if you're a defender and like the arm is connected and you're trying to block a shot, makes sense. I mean, that weekend there were, besides his, there were two other ones that yeah. were clear as day and no, they didn't yeah. get called. And they, get called. Uh, they didn't get called. So and Bar looked at both of them. Bar yeah. looked at both of them yeah. and they yeah. didn't get called. And Bar looked at this one too. That's the thing that disappointed me. It's just like, I mean, I understand like, okay, like, I don't know. It, it just, Consistency. There needs to be yeah. There needs it, to be consistency. There's way exactly. too much subjectivity in 
refing in general. You know Way where you know much. what they should do with VAR is what the NFL does with uh, pl- uh pl- replays for like personal fouls and stuff. Yeah, it yeah. goes to New York, the same spot in New York City goes to the same spot with the same people, same committee, and same committee yes, over and over and over again. The problem with VAR is every match it's a different ref. And then it leaves up to the discretion of whoever the ref is at that time. And some refs in the Prem are a little looser. No, Other yeah. refs are much stricter. But you know what it is? is I, I think the one league that's done it well, I mean, we insult them, but the Bundesliga does a really good job of how they handle the VAR, Yeah. which I think kudos to them. They do it right. But still, like, I mean, granted, United still ended up winning, but guess what? If that James Gardner cross doesn't get saved by David De Gea to oh Onana, oh my goodness! I was that if that I wanted in, James Gardner to score so bad. If that bad. goes in, I'm so I'm Dude, I'm beyond. I'm say this right now. Mad. I have been saying this for weeks. Everyone's been making fun of me. Why did we let him leave? Why? It's, it's ridiculous. Why? 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 He could have been the, the guy's player. class. He the, he could have been the player that uh, Erickson is right now. Well, no, but not even and younger. No, but not even that. He could be he could be playing that position that McTominay. He could have saved you guys, so Scott McTominay. Uh, oh my God, McFred! And he could have Mc- broke McFred up a long time ago. <laughs> no, 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 I just didn't think Ten Hag knew enough about him, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's because because I feel the difference between a, a practice evaluation of a player. like and as, a game as, evaluation. Yes, coming as a coach, players in practice are way different than in-game. Yeah. Have a kid, for example. The intensity is his, his name is Dylan. Dylan in practice will, like, mess about, just randomly touch the ball, not do anything. But in-game, out of nowhere, the techers just come out. Like, he's doing ball rolls. Like, mm-hmm. he'll flick the ball. <laughs> I'm like, where is this in practice? Like, why don't you? He's like, ah, I like this. It's how it is. I mean, I, I, re- I remember back in the good old days when I played football. I, you didn't want to go that hard. You felt like, uh, you do the bare minimum enough to show, you know, I still got it. And then uh, you what, get on the field, you're you, like, what, all right, time, time what, to what, turn what up. What you do is just, like, like practice, like, not pra- well, training is just simply – like working on things you could work off more, the, like basic skills. So maybe, I feel. so maybe he was looking like he's not as developed enough as I need him to be. So maybe like I can't really risk investing in him right now. Whereas like there's someone who's been in the mainstay for a while in this team. Okay, then my question becomes: Well, how has Donnie Vanderbeek not have seen the field <laughs> once? Ten Hag, you coached him prior to leaving. He comes to Manchester United, goes through a bunch of coaches. Granted, he got some time under Ollie here and there. No, at Everton he was class. Don't and and Everton yeah. Everton he on that loan he looked amazing. And then you finally get Ten Hag. We all thought I will with say, the coming of Ten Hag we were gonna see Donnie well, Ajax twenty what was it, twenty sixteen? Uh, no, 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 or twenty seventeen? Well he left no he left Ajax twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, no? It was twenty eighteen, right? Yeah, it was like I thought it was, was like seventeen, that eighteen that they made that run. Oh they made the run. I thought you were talking about when Donnie left. No, no, I'm talking the run in 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 that championship. Oh my gosh. They were they were incredible. Donnie was playing out of his mind. That's the player we thought we got. That's one of the best football I've ever seen. That that, that, that yeah, is that the player crazy. we do have. We just don't use him. No, because Ten Hag mm. recently today, as of today, like I said, Varane was out. The players that didn't practice: Maguire, Martial, Varane, Vanderbeek, uh, Aaron Wambasaka, and Ten Hag came out and Van said Vanderbeek is injured right now. And that's what. But that's the problem is he came out. Ten Hag came out and said. Vanderbeek and Wambasaka's injuries are long term. 
I think this is his supposedly, way of slowly, no, but slowly so, phasing them out of the team. No, but supposedly it's only a few days. He's no, but he said long term. They said long term. He personally, the coach himself said, Dan, Donnie and Aaron's injuries are long term injuries. What if, what if, like, like Ten Hag's like low key, like, yo, Donnie, I gotta protect you for the World Cup. So you can get called up. And then He's not even getting called up for no, 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 a place for the Chavi Netherlands, Simmons right? clear. Huh? <laughs> Chavi Simmons is clear. Nah. <laughs> he, no, in the Eredivisie this this year, he's looking Eredivisie, amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's but, looking amazing. I mean, but, like, he can't get called up. That Netherlands team right now yeah. is probably, in my opinion, they're my they're favorite a dark to win horse. It. Not dark a dark horse. horse. You can't even call them no, a dark horse. Dark horse. No not. longer are they a dark horse. If you're talking mm, dark horse okay. teams, I would say, like, Iran isn't that Croatia. <laughs> Croatia okay. could be still considered a dark no, horse. They're team. not a dark horse either, though, because of their last World Cup performance. Yeah, I but they're they're, they're a, old. Doesn't matter. When you when you have a Luka Modric in the midfield, doesn't matter. And a Mateo Kovacic, so and you, a Brozovic. You think throw. Netherlands is a contender against as against Brazil, Argentina? Yes, they're up. Here's the thing. Yes, they're they're in the they're in the group where they are going to cause problems, but I don't know if they can win it. That's the that's, that's, that's like a dark horse. <laughs> but, no, but that's not a dark horse. That's a dark, dark horse, horse is that. No, no, a oh, dark no, horse is a team that you don't expect okay. to sort of make it through. Right. And that's your dark horse. People were saying Italy was a dark horse, like in the Euros. No, they're not, dude. Like, and then so like, I was like, okay, well, they won. Italy's not a dark horse. <laughs> it's like Russia in last year's World Cup. Yes. Okay, okay, I understand. Like, yeah, that's right, that's hold on, hold on. I'm trying to find. I have I have the groupings up right now. So we'll talk about that in a bit. But just to finish up talking about the United game. Um. I've been saying this for so long. Alex Wolby plays at eight, and look what he's been doing at, at eight. Yeah, Alex he's been, he's been pretty so good. good. Yeah, I Wait, think that midfield did, now is just it, it's so much better. Like we, had, I never we had, thought I would say this, but Adrissa Gay in that midfield over James Gardner makes no sense to me anymore. No, yeah, I, 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 I'm a very, I'm, I, I'm a very, I'm a very big advocate for Adrissa Gay. I thought he was disrespected at PSG, but he's, right now. With James Gardner and Onana, who's six five, bro. Jesus, like that. That's that's someone's gonna win you aerial duels and is gonna cause problems. Not he he Rolls marked Royce. no, but he marked Erickson out of the game. He marked Erickson and Casemiro out of the game. He was all over the both of them. Yeah, their first goal, the first goal they scored yeah, was, was him was, on uh, uh, Casemiro. Uh, yeah, him yeah. his uh, tackle on Casemiro. And then out of nowhere, well, uh, the only Ni- the you- only good attacking Nigerian player decides, oh, you know what, I'm gonna turn back time and. Score from 25 <laughs> yards out. That was a dirty finish. But do you think that was a foul for the buildup? No. Because VAR's been calling a lot of fouls uh, for the buildup. No. It, that it was seemed, a, that it was seemed like he got more of the ball than man. But do you think it, but because he was coming from behind and like his body hit him first before his foot hit the ball is the argument? I don't know. Like I said, the problem with roughing and especially in soccer and especially in the EPL is it's up to who's on the field. It's subjective. It's, it's very, very subjective. subjective because yeah. what was it? Um, Arsenal Arsenal I, I don't get oh, I want to say when, when. Chel- Arsenal Chelsea where uh, Martinelli got stomped on in the yeah, back of his yeah, ankle yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the next time Arsenal played I think Saliba or um, what's his name against Liverpool Who's the guy who just got in a fight with uh, Henderson? Oh, Gabriel. Gabriel. I think Gabriel did the same thing in the, in the Liverpool game recently. He stomped on someone's ankle the same way Martinelli got his. And Martinelli's was a red card, yeah, I think. That's... And Gabriel, was, he didn't get anything but racial abuse from Henderson at the end of the day. 
We don't know if it was. We, we, we can't confirm or deny. Yeah. <laughs> fair, all right, well, fair enough. Because like, it's a, le- a lot of stuff we have to say allegedly for uh, reasons yes. unbeknownst to us. Uh, so Here's the thing. It's subjective, though. At we the end will, of the we day. will go back to the Arsenal game in a moment. But United game, a big milestone was hit. 700. 700 goals. Club goals scored by the man himself. Greatest player of all time. All time. Come on. CR7. CR700, Cristiano Ronaldo. He's the GOAT. I don't care. You Messi stands can come at me. All Messi stands. On air, my Instagram live. If I was live (laughs) on Twitch, come at me. CR7 is better than Messi, and I will live and die on that hill. Yeah. Here's the thing. Same here. What, uh, wait, it's Thomas been, looks like he's ready to debate us. I don't, mm, I don't know. I feel like it's like so close that like I like okay, the World Cup's going to decide in Thomas. Yeah, okay. Wait, so, we, yeah, are we yeah, allowed yeah. to say that? What? WC? Yeah. Okay. We we we've been saying it for over the past three months. I think we're fine. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I, it's like so close for me. Like honestly, I could one day I could be like, oh my god, Ronaldo's the best in the world, and then one day I could say, oh yeah, Messi's the best in the world. But like, I feel like there's no in between. No, but the World but, Cup's going to decide it. If if either one of them imagine win if it, we get an Argentina Portugal final, that would be beautiful. Yeah, oh, but it's gonna be at 10 a.m., dude. I don't oh. care. It could be at one in the morning. I'm gonna be yeah, awake. Everyone's for an Argentina yeah, Portugal thing, um, final. I mean, if our if our listeners out there, no call to actions, but I would maybe maybe watch out for stuff that might be happening. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I, if that's the final, that's the great. I could die happy, like. God forbid, but yeah. I I'm, take my life right afterwards. I don't care. I just watch them two duke it out, and that's international version of El Clasico. But go ahead, Thomas, about your messy propaganda propaganda that you're trying to spew over there. <laughs> no, I just think uh, I don't. Oh, Annabella, by the way, uh, we're not disrespecting Messi. Please don't be upset with us. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate it if you don't get upset. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like me- all right. So Messi has won. Okay, Messi's one more Ballon d'Ors. But, well, okay, no, no, no. We just okay, discussed okay, how two of them okay. were shams. Okay, we just okay, moved okay. from this know, top. Two of them were shams. Lewandowski should have won that one. Is this base never going to like? No, it's never going to end, but it's always good to hear the other right. side of the okay. coin. Right. Go ahead. But, no, no, I still... Okay, I think points. right now, I think Messi... I would say Messi's the GOAT over Ronaldo. But, oh, if you would have asked me two years ago, or like three years ago, I would have said, oh, yeah, it's Ronaldo. It's clear. But, like, I feel like it just keeps changing. Like, I keep it I keep an open mind through it. That's fair, that's fair, that's fair. But, like... Yeah, if Ronaldo goes and wins the World Cup, oh, obviously he's, he's the best. Yeah, but you have to pick a side up. But if, if, if Messi goes <laughs> and wins the World Cup, you oh, can't Messi's be, the best. You in the can't world. be doing your job, Thomas. You can't be a neutral. <laughs> okay, okay yeah. but I have to be a neutral right now. We Until all they both retire. The media you cannot be Switzerland. Okay, <laughs> we are. The problem with being in the media, you have to be definite on one side. Yeah. You watch first no, take. You watch Shannon and no, but guess what? Somehow Thomas will always be right though. So let me wait. Wait until they retire, and then I could give you a final like answer. Yeah, obviously. Right. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, right, right now they're both playing. Okay. That's both a cop-out. Wait till they retire. Yeah, I, I, I gave you the way to the World both. Cup. That's fair, but like... Oh, yeah. This Okay, if uh, if Messi has one of his best World Cups he's ever had, then, oh, yeah, I feel like he's the best. If Ronaldo but does... here's the thing. I'm concerned for Ronaldo because the, the issue with Cristiano Ronaldo being at any team is that he's always going to be bigger than the any team, of the clubs. Almost any. Almost any. There's some that no, no, it's no, no, hard he's, to beat. He's, he's bigger than every club in the world, plain and simple. He's bigger than Real Madrid. He's bigger than Barcelona. He's bigger than Manchester United. Bigger than Chelsea. Bigger than Man City. Shout out you, to Speed for helping that. Yeah. <laughs> every young Speed. child that probably has never really? watched... Every, yeah. every uh, young uh, child that's never watched football ever, they know the Sioux celebration, oh, and they go look right it up. Now? 
But also, <laughs> the match week, spread the propaganda with Ronaldo saying, see, see, see. But, no. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, his biggest issue is that he will be bigger than every club he goes to. And teams like United aren't a personality-driven club. They're always, you play for the badge. Whether every successful team, that's how it's been. Wayne Rooney was never bigger than Manchester United. He could have been. He could have been. Sir Alex Ferguson was technically never bigger than Manchester United. Technically. Mm -hmm. He's synonymous with it. Mm -hmm. Um, The man who's been canceled, Ryan Giggs, was never bigger than Manchester United. Mm. He is canceled. He has Um, a lot of off-field issues. Amazing titles. We we spoke about last week. We said, uh, (laughs) it was so funny. Steven's delayed reaction. We're like, yes, he was just looking at him real quick. He looks like, oh, God. Like, yeah, exactly, Steven. Um, (laughs) No, uh, I mean, even David Beckham never was never bigger than the sport. Yeah. He was synonymous with it. In order in order for a team like Manchester United to perform well, you have to have everyone playing for each other. And last season showed that even though the quality of the team was not as great, it can't perform when you're playing for only one player. My question becomes, I think Ten Hag's changed that, though. A little with bit. With the benching. But... No, not a little bit. A lot of it. With the benching, because it's not even like we don't know it, because Ten Hag himself has came out and said, Ronaldo is P.I., you know, he's mad. Yeah. He's very mad. He's, he's for upset. a better choice. He's so, yeah, yeah, he's very upset with not being the starter. And I even thought, personally, after the performance in Europa League, he'd get that start over... Uh, yeah, Anthony but it was Martial. Also, Martial was, was also on fire. No, but yeah. Martial, supposedly he came into the game with a hip knock. He wasn't feeling great. Mm-hmm. He's like, let me play it out. Granted, he got the assist. So you can't knock Martial mm-hmm. on how he played. Came off. Now, here's two things. Supposedly, Martial walked into the tunnel on his own accord, not with the physio telling him to go in the back. Mm-hmm. What do we think about that? I think he is... The Christian McCaffrey of soccer. <laughs> the guy's literally always injured. He steps out of the field for like a game or two and so something else. Here's the thing. His injuries brings up like brightness, right? Him getting injured, Alanga came to form. Him getting oh injured when God. he first came to the club, everyone found out who Marcus Rashford was. Listen, I personally think that Anthony Alanga is the biggest is the biggest sham artist that's been on what? the team recently. What? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Hot take, yeah. That is crazy. You're going to call take. him a sham? I think he's a sham. 100%. Wow, that's crazy. 100%. I, I look it's he, a, we put so much pressure on this kid to perform out on the wing. Not anymore. I know not anymore no. because he don't play. Well, no, 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 he no. Because play. there's options now. Last season, because of how horrendous of a season we were having, that was sort of forced on him because Rashford was getting injured... Sancho is being iffy, like he's on and off. Old, real quick, how old is Alonga, guys? I think he's what, 18? 19? 18 or 19? He's 18. He's, 18. he's young. He's, he's really, young. really young. All right, let's think. Do you think out of all the best 18-year-olds uh, in the world, uh, I'm going to try to bring it up real yeah, quick just, while sir, you think just, about just, it. Search up U18s, yeah. He he's good. <laughs> like he yeah, he like, adds a spark dude, to a those, team. Those, if that, you put him in in in, in a, at a prem team, I think he adds a, a spark. First off, but, but, but to a before team. that Arsenal game when he played against Liverpool and when he played against Southampton, he looked class. I I think what you need in a team is a spark. I, he's definitely a spark. I just think he like the one thing I like about these younger guys is that they're bringing a grit. Like, exactly. There's, there's no it's more just, just being docile. That's I why mean, I like. And I just I found out he's 18. I thought he was like 20. If I'm being honest. Nah, he's young. But now that I found he's 18, like he's definitely worth like. A shout, you know, he's definitely worth like. Oh, uh, hold on, I'll look up his age. Mean. Anthony Alanga. I mean, speaking of the other Anthony, Anthony, I mean, pff, 
Everyone's calling a one-trick pony, pony, but guess what? Even when we were down against City, scored a phenomenal goal against Ederson. Uh, he yeah. was born in 2002. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's the he's first. 20. He's, he's 20. 20. Oh, All right. So oh, he's tw- but <laughs> uh, that's even worse. <laughs> Think no, about not, that's not worse. Not worse. Think about, okay, hold on a second. Not worse. You got to understand, to break into a Premier League side and be considered a solid player at 19 years old last season and 20 years old this season is impressive. We're doing too much of downgrading how important being this good at a young age is. No, yeah. Jude Bellingham deserves a respect for how young he is. But Kai Osaka has been playing in the Premier League since he was 17 years old and yet still killing it. Okay. I think respect oh, here, here has to be Here we getting. go. All right. Here we go. Here's a short list of the best 20-year-olds in all of soccer currently. Kareem Adeyemi. Adeyemi finally. He's 19. He's yeah. 19 turning 20. Yeah. Kamavenga. And I don't think that needs to even be talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, but Kamavinga is iffy oh. because of how many starts he's been getting. Yeah, exactly. Charles de de cat who's playing. Yeah, he was supposed to. Yeah, he was supposed to make a move into the EPL because teams were talking about bringing him in. But due to injury, I think he stayed over in Milan. Then you got Brian Gill. No, 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 no. He didn't. No, so he came from Club Bruges and transferred to AC Milan. Okay, yeah. All right, so you got Brian Gill. You got Ryan Gravenberch. Who is class? But at Bayern, he hasn't really settled in. You have, unfortunately, (laughs) I don't don't want to say his name, (laughs) and I hope that Manchester United does not bring him back. (laughs) MG. We'll leave it at that. MG. Mr. I abused individuals. Oh, 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 yeah, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He doesn't count. He doesn't count. I don't know why you mentioned him. I know he he doesn't count because of the we will we will state because of what he did. But as we're talking person as a person, he's a terrible individual. Horrendous doesn't deserve it. On field though. Wow. Yes. He is he might be the reason why Manchester United went through such a struggle. He was supposed to be that goal scorer that we that, backup, that were trying. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I don't think he was supposed to be the backup. I truly think he doesn't get in trouble. Eric Ten Hag oh, yeah. turns him into. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't want to yeah, start yeah, yeah, saying yeah. specific. But we can't names. say what if. It's just. It's kind of like you know. But he just, really had it. But he did have it. Both I will agree feet, on that. Power, finesse, techers, cutting inside. It's just that long if, shots. You know? He had it all, so unfortunately he's going through. But there's talks that he might the, the case he might get back because the case might be dropped, yeah. and if it gets dropped, then I know but, the owners of the team are going to be like, "Oh, okay, cool." I just like, I don't know. Back. I don't know about that because the fans might just yeah the fans. No, okay, so either know. way, MG's out. We're not talking about him. He's done. Okay, next, uh, Daniel Maldini. Next. Oh, Maldini's son. Yeah, okay, he's he's been half decent. He hasn't been bad for AC Milan. Nuno Mendes. Oh, class. Oh, Nuno Mendes. <laughs> Yeah, he's been good for PSG. Roberto Piccolo. Never heard of him. I'm not going to lie. Atalanta. Oh, oh, okay. You know, yeah, he's good. He's good. Okay, Atalanta. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yurimin, Yurimi Pino. Pino. He's good. Villarreal. Okay, yeah, he's half decent. Not bad. Giovanni Reina, our good old American. Injuries. I'm worried about him with but injuries. It's just, he suffers a lot. If we're comparing players to Rodrigo. Anthony Alanga, it's just like. But that's they the play thing. in a different league. They but Kyle Saka. Okay. Yo, Bakayo like, Saka. That, that well, no, 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 we've made the argument. He's been playing in the Prem since he was 17. There's obviously players at different every stages. Every player has levels. like their own development. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like Jamie Vardy starting like at 25. You know, it's just like yeah, he came like, up you from can't the rest really, of this list is you, un- you can't really put age on a player and then say, oh, okay, keep going. You know, I agree. Like on. this, the, the, at the rest of this list, I that, I wouldn't want to, but like just listen to the rest of this list. 
So Yuri would, Timber. You Yuri Timber. <laughs> you had William Saliba. You've got um, Gavi. You've you've got Florine Wirtz, who's injured, obviously, but healthy. One of the best strikers and attacking midfielders in in the world. Jamal Musalia, um, Musalia, Musiala, Musiala, Musiala. Sorry. And then you all, and then they round it out with obviously Jude, and you finish off with Pedri. And this was this was an old list of the list because Jude is considered 18 on this list. We all know he's 20. Now. No, he's 20. I think no, he's, he's 20 now. We just talked about this. Though. No, I think Jude is. Boys, did we not just talk about how he's 19, 19. now? No, he's not 19. He's got to be 20. Oh, he is 19, actually. Yeah. So think he, about he, that. He started playing for Bristol City at 16 years old. That's yeah, but point. think about that. That's what I'm saying is that Alanga, I'm not going to say that he should have been as great. But, like, you you were on this team getting big minutes in a big league. Yeah, and, but. and he had so many opportunities. There were plays where I saw him one-on-one with a defender. Take him on. Yeah, but what do you players do? have you to mess learn, up. dude. You gotta understand the fact that he's learning at one of the highest levels because Bakayo Saka wasn't yeah, as sensational as him. And he's just breaking in. in. Like he's just, just breaking in. Everyone is just breaking in. You have to give time. I always say when someone first breaks into the prem, give them two seasons. How long? How okay? Two seasons. I was just about to say two how seasons. long. Two seasons is fair. How long? Because okay. for example, for example, I think Jane Sancho is prime example. Give him a season, second season, looking good. No, because people are already talking about how he is not he's not performing at has he taking on defenders like he did at Dortmund. Well, and that's why Ten we Hog brought him a different over. system from him. You gotta understand, Ten Hag plays differently. I think I, people I think were expecting that like oh, Nicholas Pepe, let's just say. You know, Nicholas Pepe just yeah. like Nicholas Pepe was fair to give two seasons, but guess what? He's not good. No, yeah, he wasn't good, yeah. Okay, here we go. Alanga, he's played three seasons for Manchester United. No, how many minutes? I want to know minutes. He's, not- I, I, I'm not seeing minutes currently. I'm seeing that he had five matches in this current season, 22-23. In 21-22, he had 21. In, 20, 20, uh, in 2020 and 2021, he had two two games. He had a total of, in those three seasons, in all three of those seasons, he has a total of three goals. And three assists. Yeah, but he came off the bench. He's... And then you take in Europa League, two matches, no goals or assists. Champion Champions League in 2021, three matches, one goal. EFL Cup in 2021, 2022, one match, no goals, no assists. Like I can yeah, start. I can. I know. And like probably over three fourths of those matches. Yeah, but I'm saying like. You gotta, you gotta show some type, like these top tier talents, these Pedris, these Gavis, so, so these far, Jude Bellinghams. When they are given the opportunity, they perform. They perform. That's what I'm saying. Is, Sports is a game of you understand when you get your opportunity. If you want to be a elite player at an elite team, which Manchester United is, it is elite. We we are the bet. We are considered the best team in England, most recognized team in England. Nobody is bigger than Manchester United in, in in England. Currently, you could say that Man City is because of their titles, but over full history, they're top. And if you want to be a, a top-tier player who at least so, comes off the bench for them, so listen, you have so, to perform so, so when listen, given the so opportunity. Listen, so, listen, so listen, Anthony Alanga has played in 28 Premier League games and has only had 1,500 minutes. In 28 games, 1,500 minutes. That's very small amount in 28 games. 
Because think about it. Well, okay, so tell me how many goals and assists he's had. Because even though it's a small amount, a lot of those times, especially with the most recent seasons, he's a so starter. Out of, so, so out of 2,520 minutes he could have available, he only has 1,500. What were his stats, And though, he has Hardy? three goals, three assists. Y'all telling me that's that's enough? That's for half 15, decent. For, for, for 15,000 minutes? That That's that's numbers not, for, for, for 1,500 for a, minutes. For a 19-year-old? For someone who was 18, 19 at the time, breaking in, who still needs time, you gotta understand, you're 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 valuing youth way too much. These play, you gotta understand, players peak at 27. Players are now still playing till 36. I'm not gonna say that's not true, but I'm saying you are playing on an elite team. That's the same thing. That's the same thing like saying like if Kamavenga came in and his little times that he had. What was Ronaldo's stats his first season at Manchester United ever? Okay, let's when he came in up. 2002, what was his first ever, what was his first ever season stats? I want to know. Definitely not a lot. Definitely not a lot. Yeah, but let's, what was let's, it? 2002. 2002. Uh, it was 2004. I'm sorry. 2002. Let's look up. Just look it up on transfer mark. Cristiano Ronaldo and f- pick a pull up of stats from the years. <sighs> All right, career stats. Here we go. Transfer mark is, by the way, the site where we use most of our sources from for Match Week, if anyone's curious. That's where we get a lot of detailed stats, numbers, minutes, you name it. That's where we get it. All right, here we go. I'm on the website. Let's enter in. We do our due diligence here. We are not messing about. We are getting the exact numbers, exact information for you. We are settling this debate. (laughs) But um, uh, we can talk about other players. You know, Marshall. He was in form. He was informed. He was, he was informed, but a little hip injury. Little hip injury. But Cristiano Ronaldo coming on, I think he was class. I he think, was. I okay. think he put put that effort in the team. And I think he deserves 100 more minutes 100%. than what Ten Hag supposedly saying. It's disrespectful to play. I don't even know what he's. Well, here's to the thing. It's just like Ronaldo. It's tough because like Ten Hag obviously has a forward system that's worked at Ajax, where yeah. he had Dusan Tadic, he had Ziyech at one point, yeah, and he had Anthony and David Neres. All of them would flow in and around the front line, stretching defenders out, moving around, figuring it out. I'm I'm passing it off to people who have done it a little bit more. Are you looking it up on transfer market? His first season. So, all right, Ronaldo's first season. There we go. uh, I mentioned tonight it was 0304. Okay. 0304. He played 29 matches. He scored four times. He scored four times and had four assists. And he played. 1,551 minutes. Yeah, but what, but the difference in team, though, right? At that time, he still had that phasing out of the class of 92. Yeah. He still wasn't the best. He still wasn't a, uh, the most relied on kind of guy. Anthony Alonga, when he got pulled up, was more. It was in a situation where it was like we were in dire straits of a player. Yeah, but and he, it was what? like, bro, here's your shot to if you step up, and there's the possibility to. He's still in rotation, though. You can't say he's not. And Have then Ronaldo, the season after that, which is 0405, he played 33 matches, uh, 2,425 minutes. He yeah. scored five goals and four assists. Exactly. So oh, in yeah. those two seasons, Ronaldo has over 2,500 more minutes than Alanga. And then he still hasn't break. He still hasn't broken 10 goals in a season. For his third season, he played 2,286 minutes. 
he scored nine goals and assisted six. And so but, that's that's the thing. But yeah, the, so like so you just right now, three, three seasons, three seasons yes, three seasons, three seasons he has more the, in the about three times more minutes than Anthony Alonso. And what did you just state though? He wasn't the guy on that team because of how good that team was. Yeah, but Anthony Alonso not considered Al- the guy though. I know. I'm not saying he was considered the guy. But he was put into position to be to be like, listen, we're dying. We're, we have nobody right now. We have this issue with MG. You have Rashford that was injured. having he was injured. He was injured and having his issues. You had uh, Martial, Martial was having was his alone. issues. They sent him out alone to Sevilla in the second half. They, yeah, the they, they, he was having his issues, and then they had him leave. So it was like, where are we gonna go with this? And we were kind of like, all right, Alanga, you know. You weren't the guy we needed, but we don't have the money or the means to get somebody in. Make something no, they happen. they don't want to spend the money or the means. Okay, fair enough. I just think that if you put a log in another team, you give him more minutes, he will perform. Okay, yeah, you think that? Yeah, you think so? So okay, I think it's just settled the debate. I'm not gonna lie. That, so. All right, all right. I want to see a long move. I want to see a long move, and I want to see what happens. I'm not gonna lie. If Alonga played against Everton, I think he would have been he would have been class against Everton. To be perfectly honest, I want to see a loan move then. Yeah, I would like to see a loan move to like Southampton. Perfect team. Put him on a Southampton. Put him on a Southampton. That's a team that competes. Send him send him to a Leicester. Leicester's dying yeah. for a right no, but right now. Yes, but at the same time, they're Definitely. a losing team. So if he messes up, it'll make it look larger. I want him Not on a team. really, because then guess what? A, a player, if if a player can thrive in a losing team with a Pats and Daka and a Jamie Vardy and a Clay Niacho and a Harvey Barnes, oh, yeah. if he could do something on that team, okay, fair then enough. respect should be given. Okay, I, I, wanted, I would personally want to see him on a, time. a Brentford think, or a Southampton. I think all fans... Are way too fast on the hype train or the or the train of disrespecting players because of their age. It's like time is everything. Yeah. Football is all about timing, dude. Yeah. Nothing is just happening right away. I mean, I I guess I just I'm the type of person that like, especially the way I was raised by my dad. I was he was my dad was a tough like tough cookie. You had you had you know limited opportunities and in those limited opportunities you were to seize your moment. Because you never know who's watching. And Anthony Alonga, when given his moments, if you look at not just the stats, but his performances on the pitch. Like, he he had the energy. He reminded me of a, a more techered version and a, a, a goal-scoring ability version of what, um, what's his name? James. Uh, Daniel James. Daniel James. First off, the most disrespected player in Manchester United should never last. But, but that—that's what Anthony Alonga reminded me of. He ran up and down because he's youthful and young. He has the lungs to do it. But like you—you you put the ball he at his the work feet. Rate, he had you yeah. put the ball at his feet. He wasn't you. He wasn't doing like, you know, like I saw Ju- I saw Jaden Sanko and but he hit the green. And- oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. The gritty is 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 oh no, yeah, but uh, we should talk about Anthony. Uh, three goals in the first three uh, league matches. That's actually uh, the first time I think yeah. uh, uh, it happened from the Manchester United player. If That's, I'm not mistaken, yeah, in a while. Like, I pretty think. impressive, right? Give, is it the first time ever? Now, or if first you want to talk about given moment, given yeah, Anthony has been that guy. He's been given the the. the that's the perf- and he he's been scoring. Yeah. It's the perfect example. Twenty one years Give old. Give them the opportunity and and and, and put yeah, it this way: he's twenty two. So he is old. He is different. But the same type of feeds and opportunities he's getting with like his first goal involvement. I saw Alonga get similar type of opportunities. Anthony has matured. Anthony matured way more time. You understand. 
players can only get better if they play in actual games. Yeah. Game-like scenarios are the only way you'll improve as a player. Anthony has played probably a full season with Ajax. Ajax and more. Champions League. Dude, I, I, and more. his minutes under Ajax are probably quadruple of what Anthony's yeah, minutes are at Manchester United. So I say if you just give that same time to Anthony, he will he will be a, a, a Again, a, a good ti- timing is everything. Exactly. Give people time. Okay. I mean, One performance is not to find a player. But like yeah. Harry Maguire, we gave him a lot of time. We had a lot of hope for him. And that's the definition of where we can make a judgment that he's bad. Yeah. Tyrell uh, Malasia, he's great, but we still got to give him time. Yeah. yeah. Dogo Dalla, we gave him time at AC Milan. He's been performing decently for the team. We can't complain. Time is everything. We have to give players time. Fair enough. I mean. But, yes, just to end it here, Cristiano Ronaldo, 700 goals. Manchester United, <laughs> great performance. Everton gave a good performance. I think they're going to finish out well this season, not have to worry about relegation. Where are they good, at on the team? Good things to happen. Now, can we talk about Arsenal-Liverpool? Yes, Arsenal-Liverpool, the game of the weekend. This is a game. Crazy game. First off, not even. I know Liverpool lost, but people be disrespecting Roberto Firmino way too much. Oh, no, yeah. I, actually, like, way too like, much. Like, thinking about it right now, I think Bobby Firmino is their best outfield player at this season. Behind, so, well, Luis Diaz as was, but he's so just talk yeah, about Liverpool right away. Now. He's gone. What is everyone thinking about the discussions that Mo Salah should have left in the summer over Sadio Mane? He I think Sadio Mane's le- Sadio Mane leaving that team was the most Jesus. disrespectful yes. and the most hurtful thing you could do to that team. The fact that y'all thought that he wasn't the key to that team and that Mo Salah Jesus. could carry that team. No. Well, is, don't get me wrong. It's like face. Darwin Nunez is decent. decent. Of course, he's decent, dude. $100 million? But, dude, but... Uh, but you can't put the price tag. No, because... That's he, what they always do. That's what... They always do it, but he is decent. I will agree. He is price tag. That's the reason why we dump on... That's price tag is why we dump on Mary Harry McGuire. price tags mean something different nowadays. The price tag for Anthony... Anthony's not worth $100 million, but you got to understand, Ajax is losing one of their top players towards the end of his, end of the transfer window where they won't have enough time to recruit. They also already lost one of their, their star center back slash midfielders. So you're paying the fee to – because you're paying $100 because you took their best center back, you took their coach, you took their coaching staff, you took their scouting network, and now you got to take one of their best players. That's what that $100 million is paid for. Now, Darwin Nunez. <laughs> Darwin Nunez was crucial to Benfica. He was. Yeah, Benfica, he was a sensational fan, outstanding. It was, was one crucial. season, though. Doesn't matter. One season means a lot. One season makes you a lot of money still. Yeah. So to Benfica, to them, to them, <laughs> losing a player who is making them money because they're going far into competitions, who's helping them win titles, means it's going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah. Plain and simple. So I think that price tag's opinion has to change depending on situations. Harry Maguire, price tag evaluation makes sense. Paul Pogba, when he went to Manchester United, price tag made sense for the evaluation. I think the price tag evaluation always comes in like after a few seasons or after, let's say, two seasons or after. like Okay, the first season. But you, and you know, also level of player. Yeah, and the level of player. Okay, so then my question is, how do you pay $100 million for... But what about Jaden Sancho? They paid a hundred million for Jaden Sancho. Oh, and, he had he had multiple. He had his multiple, first season. He had like no. He had before that contract. 
the season because we gotta remember no, he was class he was no, amazing the, so season, was the year we got him the year before that is when we actually wanted him when they were gonna pay less than a hundred million yes and these and those idiots upstairs messed it up so then exactly. when it came back around byron already uh Bruce Dorman already knew we would bend over backwards just to get him. So they're like, okay, you want to do that? We're going to make you pay $100 million. Yeah. Because before, if they were smart, they could have got him for easy. But you're saying, it's the same thing with Liverpool. Liverpool spent a lot of money on Allison and a lot of money on Van Dyke. Yeah. And it's worked out. And those make sense. Southampton was losing their star center back. They knew they might be at risk of relegation. Pay the money for it. Okay, yeah. but Roma, I'm still not, I'm not, Roma, I'm not, I'm not, Roma was contending in the Champions League. It was contending for a Scudetto. If you're going to take their number one goalkeeper, you got to pay the money for it. Okay, but that doesn't me convince me the of market, the hundred million the transfer for market, Nunez. The transfer market is inflated. Yeah, I will say that much. Definitely. Okay. But I think price tags, you have, those have to be subjective. You have to be subjective with each, each player under the, each player under the price tag. Yeah. Okay, and the situation. But, but t- taking away the price tag, I think Darwin played a really good game. I think he was uh, Liverpool's before before Luis Diaz got injured. Dar- Darwin, Nunes, Darwin Nunes was their was their player. Dar- Darwin Nunez has been the has only been not doing the best starting off is because of that three game suspension. Yeah, I think that threw him for a loop. And uh, un un again goes back to our refereeing decision issues. An un un an, an unjust unjust red card. Look, I was not on the Darwin Nunes. Like, I, I didn't think he was going to do good in the Premier League. Neither did I. But, I like, watching, him, watching this game, I think he has potential. I think yeah. he has potential. He definitely has the movement. He has, he has, he took the shots. You know, he, he, he could get there. He could get there. I do have to say, do you, all right, so here's a question. Yes. Do you think what will unlock him? Is a upgrade in midfield for Liverpool because oh, that's what everybody is. That's what everybody in Liverpool just, yeah. is complaining Thiago, about. Is I, how listen, bad. listen. I love Thiago. He's too old. Henderson's not good enough anymore. James Milner, too old. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I think Jude Thiago. Bellingham. Honestly, I think I think Jude Thiago is still good enough. He no, he's good. He's technically phenomenal. He's just injury on the ball. prone. He's just injury, injury prone. prone. But he doesn't have the pace anymore. But they need a creative midfield. Yeah, that's. What, I mean, yeah, but I mean, that, Thiago's him. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but just, Thiago, let him play Ericsson role at Liverpool. Okay. Let yeah. him let him be the guy who pings Basically. balls, finds players. Let Fabinho do all the dirty work and find somebody to connect the rest of the team. So that's so that's where these two gentlemen were just saying was, excuse me, um, it's the Jude Bellingham effect. And when you think about it, no other team was linked to him prior to Holland coming and them putting. Man City's hat in it, and then, you know, United, obviously, they put their hat in any big-name player that's there just so that if the opportunity does come around that they're slightly interested and we end up doing well this year, they could convince somebody to come. But personally, I do think, as much as I hate to say it because they're our rivals, it's got to be there. Yep. It's either there you go to Real and you or yep. Barcelona and you sit the bench. It's just that. I if would, you want to play... I wouldn't say bench everyone with Drake. I don't know. No, it's the bench because you are not beating over out Tuchemeni. Kama- Tuchemeni. Okay. You're not, not playing you're... over Kamavinga, Tuchemeni, or Valverde. If you... Kamavinga, you could get pushed up. If you, no! If you move through no, Real Madrid... No, no, that if you bench no, Kamavinga no, no, no. for Steven, Drew Steven, Bellingham... Steven, 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 listen oh, to me, bro. Oh, Lord. That midfield is perfect right now. I think it's perfect Nurture right now. That's why I don't think he should go there. But if I'm saying hypothetically, he does go there. They have already replaced Tony Kroos, Casemiro, and... Almost Modric. No, yeah. They replaced every player. Let's just say that. Almost Modric. Almost. Okay, yeah, I think just... I think personally Tuchemeni can become or well it's probably going to no, be Valverde. No, 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 I, the, no, I think it's going to be Valverde that will do it because he played up top, 
So he has the creative ability to do yeah, what Modric but does. Like, and the scoring ability yeah, that Modric brings. Yeah, but no one can pass the... You understand, Modric's biggest strength is, is Modric, his passing man. ability. Okay. Kamavinga is close to having that. But okay. we're talking about Liverpool. Liverpool, Arsenal. Yeah. Liverpool, Trent's being big issues for them. Joe oh Gomez having God. to fill in there. Uh, Andy Robinson being injured, I think, was a big thing for them. Because Andrew Robinson, I think, doesn't get enough respect, in my opinion. He's actually a solid left back. I, I think he's been the one helping out that back line a lot. Joel Matip and Van Dyke. Hmm. Matip's been having to carry a lot of performances yeah, with Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah. But I don't even, I don't even, I don't blame Van Dyke. No. I honestly, he has no help. Alexander Arnold, or from the right side, watching this so bad defensively. Like, it could be covered up internationally, like we talked about with the back five, but club play. I'm just watching highlights of some of these goals. I saw someone break it down. The one goal, you see Martinelli take the ball. And you already see, um, I don't know who it is on the, on the midfield that tracks back to cover him, but you have him covered. Trent, you are in the back line, covering up, and then you decide to double, and then it yep, becomes yep. a triple team, and you leave the midfield completely open for yeah. the goal. Look, yeah. w- watching, Liver- watching Liverpool now compared to back then with well, I, Sané, well, uh, uh, Mo Salah, and then like you know the, the original Liverpool. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching yeah. against Man City, this is a whole different Liverpool. You know this, is not even, this is not I the think, Liverpool that I've watched throughout my life. The midfield the rotation piece. is different now because Henderson's older. No, exactly. Milner's older, but also Oxlade Chamberlain at that time. We might not have high regards for him, no. but at that time he was playing really, really well before no, he got yeah, injured. Yeah. So I think give kudos where it's due. You know, give the credit. But definitely a diff, a whole, but totally in, in different my opinion, the midfield is the biggest issue right now yeah. because Salah's been left to do all the creativity. Luis Diaz has just been driving. Nunez, he's yeah. not a creator. He's just there to find the passes, get get the end of the end of the passes mm-hmm. and score goals. My There's question. No creator anymore. I have a question, then. and I have an answer. Do you see Liverpool take a stab at a Yuri Tielemans or a James Madison they this need, January? They need both. They need both. The, this January. If I'm Liverpool, I throw. 130 million, and I get both. Because those two are probably the best midfielders in the English league, yeah. and you know English teams like to stay within. Also, if I'm a Liverpool, why did I not go in for James Gardner? I want to be perfectly honest. They need to invest. Well, in they, a need, they need midfield. they need a, a now player. Yeah, but James Gardner clearly showed against against United, he can be a now player in club level. Yes, but they need a now player, as in you've done it already, you have the experience. Well, supposedly because, because they're. They're obviously they're out of a title race. Well, here's the thing. Supposedly it was supposed to be Artur, but as soon as he gets there, uh, yeah, as soon injuries. as he gets there, well, he's, yeah. we, they should have saw that coming. Yeah, they should have saw that coming. Gravenberch would be an amazing. I don't know. I don't know why he went to. I think he has listen, a chance to Liverpool. He, how does Gravenberch go to Bayern for only seventeen and a half million and plus like rising fees of like transfer, yeah. like manager stuff? It's twenty one million dollars. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. How do we allow that to happen? Someone who is that good at yeah. such a young age. That's a player that that's a radar. player that I always add on my my teams. No, oh, yeah, that's a player I always add on my my teams. So he he's a top tier <laughs> player. But I really think James Madison, uh, Yuri Tielemans, yeah, need to be picked up need to be picked up on January. Definitely. Yeah. Like, but January I mean, in regards of Arsenal, because we don't have that much time left, we have to give them the respect and credit they deserved. Top of the league. Very re- well ran. The club culture is going well. Yeah. 
Big change with Tommy Osweil, left back today, filling oh, in. But he was class. He was class. Pocketed Mosala. Yeah, did really, really well. Um, I mean, well, mid- I don't. I, this year, it's not. It doesn't seem like it's too hard to pocket Mosala. No, yeah, definitely. I will agree with that. Mosala has been looking very it, like. I've seen the memes of like the belly dancer that looks like Mo Salah, and they're like, this <laughs> I saw is one. Of, Mo Salah I saw one of like Mo Salah just. But boys, here's the thing with Arsenal, right? Arsenal, they're a good team. I think. Do you think they win the title? I think they can contend. What? Honestly, oh, Thomas, why not? No, 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 no. they do. No, no, no. Why not? City's gonna City. Man, City's gonna. I want to. I want to see how they play Look, against City. That I, game against City's I, gonna decide everything. After the game after City, if City does win, it's gonna shatter the momentum. I, I just, yeah. I, my, my opinion is just, it's, it's from okay. There, it's City on. Is it a comparison to like what's going on with the Eagles, where the Eagles are playing the Cowboys this weekend and they have a great, <laughs> the Cowboys have one of the best defenses <laughs> and that breaks it up. It's like that kind of situation for mm-hmm. Arsenal. No, I, I think just so. think it's City's clear. It's just City for, is just the the performances team. they've been giving. No, yeah, but that's the thing. City has the better team, in the Premier League, but how they play in the Prem, I think, makes a big difference. I just well. think one injury to to Arsenal it can literally shatter them. Oh yeah, but but that's the thing, right? Gabby Martinelli injury well, that, or that, a, a Gabby Jesus injury. That, that is why I'm saying you have to it's see what happens when it comes to playing against City. I think that's gonna be the while most City. If thing. you get someone gets injured, it's just you have the players to back it. I will yeah. say this: the 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 addition, well, not really the addition, but the bringing back of Saliba. Oh, I God, think yeah. that might be a clearance. Like, Holland hasn't played a true big man well, that's defender that's yeah, playing, yeah. that's on good 100%. form. On good form. Well, that, but I still want to see him play against mm-hmm. Van Dyke and see how he does. I still and like... Van Dyke is off form, though. That's yeah, why I'm the, saying but, on form. But he form did play Van Dyke yeah, but, on form. <laughs> like in the Champions League. Yeah, I but still, game. but I, I want to. It doesn't matter. Van Dyke is still a, a bigger presence. I want to see how Holland can handle a bigger presence center back in general. No matter Holland's who it done is. it already just continuous times. It's just. Come on. But in, no, but it's different. We just ha- we have to see. It's different. Uh, we, we have to have see. To, we I have to agree, see it for ourselves. It's plain just, and simple. This kid, this man's Holland is just. He's not human. But not funny human. thing about him is, is that to catch up to CR 700, he would have to average 45 goals for 16 years. And he could do it. He could do it. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> easy. That that right now you already have 20 goals. I don't know. It's, it's talk, October. It's, that's it's, it's, it's averaging 46. Stuff. Averaging 46 every year. Bro, he could ha- he, he could have he could have easily what 46. He could easily have. What? It's October. He has 20. He can easily have 90 in but one guys, season. But um, guys, yeah. I think it's towards the end of our time. Yeah. I appreciate having you all on. Mm-hmm. Any last thoughts? Final five seconds, real quick. Thomas, we gotta say. I, I think Holland's gonna I think Holland's gonna compete with Ronaldo with with goals. Steven I think he will. Yeah, Holland's Holland's getting the the mark, you know. X. I think Holland is the second best player in his family and his younger cousin who plays for <laughs> Norway is gonna be better. <laughs> and I hope that Manchester United gets him this time by having Ollie go to Norway and fix that up. <laughs> Guys, uh I thank all of you for coming on today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming. Everybody you've been listening, top of the hour. WMSC Upper Montclair. And this is Match Day. Match Week. How dare you? I thought oh. it was Match How Day. How dare you? Oh, no. Now guys, I, I deserve guys, never to guys, be back guys, on guys, for that one. Real quick, make sure you tell somebody you love them. I'll see you next time.